And we're live! Painkiller already! Episode 213! Holy smokes. That is a lot of episodes of a show. It is a lot it of is. episodes. Episode like 24 for me, I believe. It's a big day. <laughs> is it really? quarter of the way to my first 100. Did you even count? No, not really. I'm just kind of guesstimating. But we have a guest. We, oh. we do have a guest. We've got Hastro tonight. Hastro, welcome to Painkiller already. Yeah, what's up guys? Yeah, old school guy for an old school show. How are you? I might have watched the first one. I'm not sure. No. No one that was, but I'm a PK guy, man. I used to watch all the time. Cool. Yeah. Hey, we when should do the life. ad read. They, yes, uh, we should. They... Our uh, our sponsor tonight is Crunchyroll once again. We appreciate them uh, being our sponsor. Crunchyroll.com slash PKA. That'll get you one month of free service over at their site. You get all the freshest anime, and they've got, uh, they want us to let you guys know that this month they've got several new series, several new featured shows, and... I'm going to begin mispronouncing them. So uh, the first one here is Khan Kali. Uh, I hope I'm getting that one right. Also, The Testament of Sister New Devil, Cute High Earth Defense Club, Love, Military, and Saikano, How to Raise a Boring Girlfriend, which has to be something... That's got to be something Dude, sexual, I, right? Like, I'm that's looking tension, at right? these. Which one do you want to see the most? Khan Kali? I can't wait to see Cute High Earth Defense Club, Love. Well, it, Cute High Earth Defense Club, Love. Because love is the only one in caps. With the I want to watch. I just want to watch military, which has an exclamation point for no apparent reason. Really, I'm all about psychato. How to raise a boring girlfriend. That what? That one's that that one's got to be some sort of hench. I didn't. I don't think that was on there. And of course, there are <laughs> classics like Attack on Titan, uh, Naruto Shippuden, and Bleach. <laughs> Bleach. Some. I'm starting to think that that ninja we always talk about, that somewhere transcribing this stuff is fucking with us. Is there really a show called Bleach on there? I, I've heard of Bleach. And more, straight I've from I've definitely Japan. heard of Bleach. That's on, uh, what is it, uh, Adult Swim, right? Bleach really? is on Adult Swim? Okay. Maybe, yeah. I don't know, I've never watched it. I haven't seen any of these, but what do you suspect Cute High Earth Defense Club Love might be about, Kyle? Cute High Earth Defense Club Love. I'm imagining well, it's a defense that... Club. Okay, yeah, it's a group. I think it's a group of... is the name of the defense club, but they're cute. So they're, they're cute girls. And they're I'm, imagining, I'm imagining it's like three to five like preteen girls with like bright... One's got like bright green hair, one bright blue hair. You know, it's a mix. Like there's a brunette, a redhead, a blonde, Asian, which makes no sense ever. And not that the blue-haired Asian really makes any sense either, but <laughs> they've, got, they've all got powers and maybe some like energy shoots out of their eyes and... Maybe if they like combine and like do some sort of five-way scissor action, they like morph into like a, <laughs> you know how the Power Rangers would combine into like the, the giant mech suit. I don't remember into, like, the lesbian scenes in the house. Power Rangers. Well, that's because there was guys. Power Rangers was more love, you know, fun-loving, get together, beat up some easy Power bad Rangers guys with your friends. So You're making it sound like pretty no, raunchy. I, I watched the Power Rangers. We're not. Let, we'll break off on the Power Rangers in a minute, but let me just finish <laughs> up here. Thank They're, God. <laughs> Uh, and, of course, the, the, the best part about uh, Crunchyroll is that you're getting these shows straight from Japan, uh, transcribed as soon as an hour after they've aired there. So it uh, works on any devices, as we said before, so check them out. It's a free month. It's very easy to sign up for. It takes about one minute. Crunchyroll.com slash PKA. It's flipping awesome. Yes. Check them out. Hastur, I actually haven't watched any of it yet, but is the guy who transcribes the Japanese, is it good in the actual shows? Yeah, because it doesn't yeah. seem like it would be that great by these titles. No, they like do the a perfect job. Like the of Sister really. New Devil, what well, could that conceivably be about? Based on no, Attack they... on Titan, that's 
You have to read that whole thing, right? I forgot. How does that not stick in my head? We read it as we watch it, right? They don't do it in English. Or do they do it in English? Yeah, no, it's it's subtitles, right? See, I'm on the other side of the fence, man. The worse it is, the better, right? Like, you know, I'm on that side, man. As long as they do a terrible job, I'm happy. (laughs) See, and I I like watching shows for that reason, too, like bad horror movies. Like, I enjoy bad horror movies, but I like explaining it to people like, oh, I love bad horror movies. So it almost, like, pushes off my accountability for spending time watching them if you embrace how bad it is, you know? Because at the end of the day, it's like, why the fuck are you wasting your time with this shit show or this shit movie unless you're like, oh, I just enjoy it, you know, a little pet hobby for me. Not saying that the content hosted on Wonderful Crunchyroll would have anything (laughs) to do with that whatsoever. I was just throwing it out there. I like, dude. I want to watch Attack on Titan in a longer binge. We've been, we did what, two series of three or three and a four? Yeah, I'm down to watch like ten episodes or maybe eight. Maybe we can do two because there's twenty total. If I'm right, if we watch eight twice, then we can wrap that up and check out the boring girlfriend one or something. Or we get some some sub feedback and see which ones we should do next. Okay. All right. I want to. I want to. As much fun as uh, like poorly subtitled stuff can be, have any of you ever seen? Uh, it's the pilot episode of Archer. There's an alternate. Ep- there's an alternate pilot episode of Archer in which he's a Velociraptor, and he doesn't speak English. He just makes dinosaur noises. Have any of you seen it? Yes, <laughs> and it's the exact same episode, except like, and they they talk to him as though he's responding, but he's just a raptor. <laughs> And like, like the actual like first episode, he'll say a one-liner until he'll be standing there by a raptor, and it'll just Rah! and they'll be like, "Oh, that's real cute, Archer!" Like, no, like just for no fucking reason. It is pretty funny. Yeah, once, pretty... yeah, once, yeah, you you'll watch that one because it makes no sense. It'd be great if the subtitles worked. I wonder if they do for that. Now that would be hilarious if if the Velociraptor went Rah! and then Netflix was like, you know, it had the subtitles there, but what 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 Archer was actually saying. I'd love that. That might even be better. I feel like Archer's lines make that show. Like, if it wasn't for his deadpan delivery of his awesomeness, and you know, it wouldn't be a <laughs> That's good probably show. why they like, steered clear of the long-term raptor commitment. They're like, you know what? This guy probably. is pretty integral to this plot. <sighs> yeah. Like, you just killed eight guys. He's like, yeah, I don't know. I'm just really good at that. Yeah, he's like, right? Yeah. <laughs> and or, or there was he's like, don't thing. worry, they're out of bullets. How do you know that? Because they shot 14 times. Those are Walter P22, P226s. How do you know that? I don't know. I'm just really good at doing that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, he's amazing. Like, every so often you're reminded, like, ah, that's why he has that job. But I want to talk about Hastro. And yes. the Power Rangers? Uh, and, and the Power Rangers. Too, Is there a gay scene with Hastro and the Power Rangers? No. Oh, yeah, that's never happened. Dude, that's happened. so what's new with you? I, I I guess you're still uh, doing the Envy thing. I'm looking at the clothes. Did you guys have a monster yeah, deal, yeah. or is it just a hat? What? Talk to me. Oh, uh, yeah, man, still doing it. It's uh, it's gotten better, man. I'm just, whole scene's growing, so I've just kept it going and staying the course, man. So, um, yeah, it's been been busy. We had a, a really good 2014, and I, I think Call of Duty Esports is really growing, and Esports in general growing, and I'm hoping maybe you guys still tune in every now and then watch because I know you, I know you guys definitely watched back in the day, years ago, man, years ago. You guys are old school, so <laughs> uh, you guys have seen it come from what little it was to to what it is now. Yeah, I still do watch. Um, yeah. Anyway, I, I still keep on top of the scene. I watch. Uh, I got the same loves and same complaints. I wish pl- uh, rosters were more steady, and I understand why they're not because there's no rules that make them that way, and if you want to be competitive, you gotta, you know, switch things around. 
Um, and if there were rules that enforced it, I feel like it, it's not like pro football where, you know, like people can just decide not to, you know, they're, yeah. they're you know, like, no, you have to play for envy. Well, then I'll play for no one. Bite me. It's getting there though. We're starting to get a little bit like, um, you know, more formal with, with like the rules and player transactions and stuff like that. It's, it's gotten more stable, but at the same time, yeah, you're right. I mean, it still happens in pro sports though. Like, you know, there's a trade deadline and people get waived and mm. people get and it's just more. I think it's uh, it's more apparent when you're only dealing with like a four-man team, right? Like Dude. it's a four. Call of Duty's a four-man team, and NBA has 11 players. The NFL rosters have like 55. You know, so sometimes you kind of get lost in not hearing about every single player transaction that happens. But players get switched around all the time in those sports too. But yeah, it happens a little more often. That's a good those, point. Right? It's just a lower percentage of the team. Like you never see yeah. the Flyers drop 25 percent of their team. What was that, yeah. Tim? So you can't be like, all right. Fucking Billy XX Triple O sixty nine has sucked ass for the last five competitions. Let's trade him to Optic for you know Optic whoever the, the hell. Yeah, we actually can do that now. Um, there's like a there you can trade amongst the MLG Pro League teams now. So um, you're allowed to have like two substitutes. You can also trade the substitutes. Um, you have basically a period where you can make trades amongst teams, but there are rules that kind of I don't know, regulate it all. You can't like add a player. Uh, from like another team in the league, unless it's a trade, you can only add like outside, I guess, players who aren't competing in the league uh, up to a certain point as a substitute. So like, you know, I mean, there, there are rules. There are a bunch of rules, and I think they're posted online somewhere. But so, yeah, what's the plan for post-COD esports? Like, so, so I talked about this on the show not too long ago. It, mm -hmm. it feels to me, and this is not scientific, but that esports is growing, or esports are growing, and COD esports are growing. But COD's not, right, based on sales numbers. Now, I will, uh, you know, uh, temper that? I don't know. I, I will hedge my bet a little bit and say people seem to like this COD more. Like, Advanced Warfare has had a better reception. As a matter of fact, Advanced Warfare took a ton of crap before it released, and then after people played it, they liked it, which I can't remember a COD that's done that. It's always been hype, 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 we're going to love it, this is our savior, and then they get it and they don't like it. Advanced Warfare almost did the opposite. People would poo on it, it came out, and they're like, oh, actually, you know, this is kind of cool. So I feel like people who are playing the game love the game, and esports, even COD esports, is growing, but, you know, sales of Advanced Warfare were, were below, what would it be, uh, Ghost, which were below the one before that and below the one for that, all the way back to, I think, Black Ops 2 or even Black Ops 1. Yeah, but I mean, I think you I, you know this. Like, I'm listening. When COD 4 came out, I mean, that was like kind of the revolutionary day mm -hmm. for COD. It was like that. That's when it kind of made that transition into, okay, well, this is a badass game that's kind of new, right? It took and the Halo huge, crown. Yeah, yeah. It had that huge mm -hmm. fan base. I mean, was, you know, obviously we all played it. So, um, you know, I feel like Call of Duty got so big over those next few years that, you know, ultimately, like, all empires kind of start having a little bit of a decline at some point, right? right. Like, you know, people have been playing COD for how many years? And eventually, you know, you, you, I guess, I wouldn't say get sick of a game, but you just would rather play something else once you've kind of had your fill of something, right? Like, I've I can't always be... maintain the game's not getting worse, with the exception of Ghost. Uh, that Ghost I didn't like. But, um, you know, I thought Black Ops 2 was a great one. I haven't tried Advanced Warfare, so... You know, yeah, yeah. I, I can't judge it, but it looks good online. But I thought Black Ops 2 was great. I thought Modern Warfare 3 was good. I thought Black Ops 1 was good. I thought, you know, with the exception of the colors, like all the way down, I th like it kept getting better and better and better the whole way through. If COD 4 was released today, I think it'd be a cruddy game. A lot of people will disagree with that. 
but you know I, I think the game they'd look at it and they'd say that it's simple that it wouldn't be able to compete with like current cods and things like that so it's not that the game's getting bad but sales are dropping and what's after cod well well in terms of what like what's what's next like in terms of what game gets played in, in esports or like what do the people in cod esports do next right some of them like i've got nade shot in my head hopefully assuming they haven't been like spending money like water you know are, are set up to be you know financially ahead of the game for the rest of their lives right he could buy a nice home and and never have a mortgage and and just be you know that always benefiting from the experience he had in his 20s right uh he's not the typical pro player right the typical pro player is is getting by yeah what well, do these guys well, do next let me put it this way well i think yeah. i think like call of duty esports in general is what is there to sustain you know sales of call of duty in the long run anyway right so like for me i feel like the call of duty franchise is a video game it really isn't going to go anywhere for a long time i, I feel like it's going to be around and although maybe they're not selling as many units as they did and maybe it keeps declining for a little while i think at some point that kind of stabilizes out and the decline in sales kind of declines if that makes sense so mm -hmm. you know at some point <coughs> excuse me you'll have this uh really loyal fan base still man i gotta get a drink do you um, think <laughs> i know man i actually do drink this stuff like every day i know so <laughs> so uh so uh, it's not it's it's like, not there's, there's, like water here too so you know don't worry um so uh it's like a disney deal hold on man i have to get a drink yeah, yeah, no, no, I actually, <laughs> my, my was extremely dry, you probably heard the voice, but, but yeah, so, like, I feel like, okay, so COD Esports, you know, the fact that the developer and publisher supports that scene, I think this is, goes for any esport, okay? Like, even, like, you look at a game like League of Legends, which is, you know, the most played game in the world now, mm -hmm. um, they built that game based around esports because they are sustaining the interest in the game from the fan base, and, and, you know, they'll continue to modify that game. Of course, with Call of Duty, we get a new game every year. So, you know, I think eventually, like, Call of Duty itself, the developers will make it more competitive and so on and so forth. And, and Call of Duty Esports <coughs> draw for people to continue watching it and con to continue playing it and for more ideas to get passed and yeah. so on and so forth, right? I feel like there... Excuse me. <coughs> I, I can't imagine a world without a competitive FPS league, right? Like, that'll exist forever. Yeah. And... um like, I feel like Halo was the premier FPS game, even as, like, I Halo was the premier, yeah, a competitive FPS, while COD was the premier played FPS. And I guess right now, COD is probably still both. I don't know if there's a more played FPS. Well, look, I mean, there are all these, like, factors that you can talk about, you know, that has to attribute to whether, you know, people are going to actually watch a game. Like, people aren't really watching Halo anymore, but... You know, in my opinion, Not I anymore. Really but viewership. Yeah, right at one before point, MLG dropped it, though, they were still the main stage. Yeah, but those numbers that they had watching those tournaments back then don't even like compare to what we have now with like Call of Duty or in esports in general, right? Okay. Like, yeah, it was a lot of people for the time, but mm. if you compare those numbers to now, like it's still, you know, you'd look back and be like, okay, well, that's not that's not that quite that many people tuning into these events, right? So, um, yeah, mm. I mean. I think I think like other factors are you have star power and you know you have people like Nadeshot for example and you have some of the other bigger players pros that have these huge fan bases so wherever they go whatever game they're playing people are going to watch it right like people if Nadeshot decides to move on and play 
whatever game professionally, mm -hmm. a lot of people are going to go and watch that game. Like it's going to be an esport because assuming he has the same level of success, right? Like like hypothetically, if Nate shot right. and played League of Legends and got his butt handed to him, I have no idea if he's good at that game. People would they'd watch him, and then they'd eventually find someone else in that game. Right, right. So maybe a better example would be if the teams themselves, organizations, were signing oh. players, and, and and you know, like let's say Optic and Envy. You know, Optic went and they have a Halo team. So yeah, some people are watching Halo, but like, you know, does Optic you know, still it, have a Halo team? I think they do. Yeah, is it, they st it's Instinct, yeah, yeah. right? Well, no, uh, the Instinct team is kind of split up now. Oh. So like, two of the players or three of them were on EG, I believe, and then you have Ogre Two on CLG now, which are both big esports organizations. You know, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I used to love that team, man. Like, it, I, awesome. I, don't, I hope I can name them all. But there was like Ogre Two, there was Rory, there was Pistola, and there Lunchbox. was Rose Twin, Lunchbox. Yeah, yeah, dude. And I was, I, and so I, uh, I met Hex at like an MLG tournament, and then he and Pistola had like a secret handshake they did, and I was like, oh my god, I wish I was that cool. Like, it, <laughs> it was the neatest yeah. thing. Uh, but yeah. Going back to it, I don't want to be boring. So, so let's just get into this. I can't even like, I'm just going to be, you know, you guys know me. I'm going to be honest. So mm -hmm. like I, I, I'm one of those guys who like, I can't, I can't really play Call of Duty anymore. Like I just don't enjoy playing it as much as I used to. I, you know, and I, I don't know if you guys even play it anymore as much, but um, I'd rather play other games. Just For you like, in particular, there's got to be a lot wrapped around it. Like if I'm in a Hastro yeah. lobby, you have to lead every one, right? You have to be <laughs> Hastro. Dude, I probably would suck so bad right now playing Advanced Warfare. I can even I would probably be just an average Joe. And, you know, I just don't but what I'm saying is I just don't have the interest to, to continue mm -hmm. to play the game like I used to. Um sure I'll play it here and there, but rarely. And um I love watching it still and I love being involved in Call of Duty esports. But for me, like I've moved on to, to enjoy other games and um, you know, I think that's kind of what attributes to the decline in sales. I think some of the older generation of players have kind of had a little bit of their fill. But, you know, it's up to the publisher and developer to re-engage that audience again and make something badass. And I think that eventually they'll find something that does that, right? Kyle, yeah. do you still play? Uh, I bought the game, like, three weeks ago, maybe a month ago. And I don't know. I think I'm a level 26 right now. I, I'm, I'm not loving it. I don't know. They, they, they changed a lot. It's a lot to get used to. We were watching Xcal play earlier. And the way he's handling the boost, the way he's so evasive when he... He's anticipating his uh, shots. He's coming into engagements from like a high angle and dropping down. He's like an impossible target. And I feel like to master something like that, first of all, you got to be a weird little Asian kid. <laughs> <laughs> and second of all, you got to really put your fucking hours in. Xcal's incredible on the sticks. Yeah. It was. It was it, it, I, I know I can't do that. I'll never be able to do that. Dude, and, X, like, I, I need to watch more pros play. But Xcal, I think has a shot that is as good as any MLG player. And I know so that there was good. a time when he was um, when he was an elite competitive player, not in COD, but in Battlefield, I think, something like that. But um, like he apparently, he played for 20-inch dildos or something. I, I don't know if I know the whole story <laughs> right. But uh, apparently they were some sort of elite FPS team, and he was on there, and he was even one of the better guys. He has a strong competitive background, but right now he's a strong pub stomper. His shot has no room for improvement like he just does really well yeah, now, yeah. being a pro he really is one of those players that like even watching that and i really never watched his videos but like it makes me want to go play cod for about three minutes before i'm like fuck this i'm never gonna be like that <laughs> yeah. 
and then just that's yeah. it. Now, being a great yeah, yeah. pro isn't about your shot. It's only that's it's a little piece of it. It's about coordination. It's about planning. It's about prediction. It's you know, it's it's he a was whole doing that thing. shit too. Yeah, like well, there was one point where he like jumped and boosted through that window, and like like we were like, I wonder if he has to crouch to pull that move off. And I think now that I think about it, yeah, he did. I think that he was he was double jumping boosting forward while crouching and controlling his direction while he went through that window and then he mopped up three people with a fucking laser so like it's it's just very impressive to see he's insanely stupidly good um yeah. there's a huge skill gap in this game too like i think well not, i wouldn't say that's, huge. it's bigger yeah. than the other call of duties for sure definitely so it takes so many bullets to kill and you've you've thrown in like Anytime you make it more complicated, anytime you make it harder to play, you increase that skill gap. And this game Halo too. had a big skill gap, partly because of the way that you evaded, right? Like, you know, the, the point with Halo, I'm not a Halo genius, so hopefully I have this about right. But the, the thing with Halo, if you had an unpredictable strafe and you could Halo jump while being accurate, you had a huge advantage over, like, you know, a COD-style player who might just run forward and do his shots. That Even if you team, can go four to the body, one to the head. If you can't do that while strafing unpredictably and jumping... You're gonna lose your gunfights. I saw T Mark tweet, and he's like, "Oh, the key to this new COD." And it was pretty early in the evolution of the game, so maybe he's rescinded this. But he said, "Like, don't use the boost too often. Treat it like a regular COD." So I tried that for a little while, and that does not work at all for me because I'm just having. <laughs> I'm trying to sneak around a corner, and some cyborg just <laughs> just right past me and turns invisible. I saw. And that I don't tweet remember too. to use those things at all. I don't remember any of the special abilities until I see someone use them. <laughs> yeah, I'm a classic COD guy, man. If they if they brought back like the Car 98K, like the bullet that <laughs> like that shit. They have if they that. brought if they brought that shit back, man, like the old school style where I could peek around the corner and pop somebody with a quick scope oh. with a Car 98K, like COD 2, COD 3 style. Like I'm all about that. You Do know? you have any idea what track? World of War was fun, man. Are you but, in the loop? Do you know what track nah, is? Dude, I, I'm not, man. But but I know like. Dude, I, you know I know Vaughn really well, and like he's a buddy of mine, and I worked with him on Black Ops 2, but. That guy's like, God, man, he's a genius, right? Like, the guy is a genius. He's, he's the best in the world at his he's job. He's a hard worker. Like, I can't even begin to, you know, I don't want to spill too many beans, and maybe he won't appreciate me talking about him so much. But, dude, that guy, like, he he is so passionate about what he does as a game designer, and he's a genius, man. And, uh, yeah, like, I just feel like he's like a mad scientist right now cooking something special up. Like, I, for some reason, I have this feeling that, He's like going all out for this next Call of Duty that Treyarch's making. He like always he does. Dude, so I don't um, know Vaughn as well as you do, but I had so I was playing Black Ops Two before it dropped, and I just happened to get in a party with Vaughn and or in a game with him. So we partied up and we played for a while. And I was there during his first um, player emblem ban. He's like, oh, look at this. My first penis ban of Black Ops 2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. He's an awesome, man. He's just a legit down-to-earth kind of guy, too. I mean, he's really an intense guy if you, get, if you know him really well, right? He's a super intense guy. But, yeah, I mean, he's, like, uh, completely witty, man, and he'll shoot the shit with you and, like, totally down-to-earth. And, yeah, that's a perfect example. The guy's got an awesome sense of humor. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's fine. But yeah, I think I think the next Call of Duty with from Treyarch is gonna be awesome. I have no idea where it's going. Like, if you told me, me it was a World War II shooter, I'd be like, oh, I guess so. They ran out of future. If you told me it was like <laughs> damn near Halo, I'd be like, yeah, I guess so. That's the natural progression. Here's here's what I want. I want. So we've had like three futuristic CODs. It seems like to me, like the last three or four seem to have been pretty futuristic. 
I want all of these combined conflicts, these Atlas rockets and all these like kinetic space weapons. They've just wiped out the Earth. Giant EMP, and and we lose all the technology, and and uh, we're having to go back to like fucked up weapons with duct tape on them. Let's have Call of Duty like memories or something, and like memories. You know, just, <laughs> yeah, Call of Duty Whatever. I just made it up on the spot. Call, Call of Duty no. factions. Call of Duty factions, Action. where like you know you're just broken up into squads, and maybe you're like. The, the North Carolina squad or something. Factions is a great know. game mode to play on WoodyCraft.net, by the it way. It sure is. <laughs> Hate on me for that, bitches. Go ahead. See if I care. I'd be down <laughs> yeah. for that. I'm down for that, no. that idea. I think that'd be I, cool. I would like the I'm tech not. to go backwards, though. I, I would like the tech to go backwards. I would like but it to post apocalyptic Call of Duty? Yeah, post apocalyptic Call of Duty, where maybe like there's been some sort of giant weapon ban and like. There's not as many guns. The guns aren't as prevalent. Give us some SKSs. Give us some, like, basic shit, like some single-shot shotguns. I'd like to go backwards. I don't know. I'm shooting stuff off my wrist. and No, I agree. Invisible. I'm, I'm over the whole lasers thing. Everything's a drone now. Everything's a drone. Everything's flying and shooting me. I, well, I'd like to slow that down just a little. Yeah, I think, like, everybody's just always going to be critical of what a Call of Duty is, though, man. You know, it's like, there's always so much you can do, and, like, you know, it's like, it's like okay, we're in the future in a couple, for a couple games, and that's like, oh, let's throw it back. And But if you throw it back, it's like, okay, well, we've been back here, so, yeah, I don't that's know. That's true, that's true. I like it to the futuristic thing to a point. What what I really am not liking is some of the killstreaks seem to be pretty weak. I'm having a hard time finding a killstreak setup that'll, like, That'll work. I can, I, I can, if I use support kill streaks, they'll just feed themselves. Wings over and of over Redemption and stuff seems to work. Yeah, but I can't. I'm not as good as Wings, so I can't get those extra three kills. Where is Wings by the ball rolling? Where's Wings up to these days? It's oh my god, Wings, wings is struggling, man. What's the last? Thi- hang on, hang on. What's the last thing that you heard about Wings? That's the because we got to establish a time. We have to. <laughs> All right. Okay, here we go. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, shit. Well, he'd just been so, to your house for a diet. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like, I think I, like, kind of, I mean, I had to tune out. Let's just get this straight right here. So there's nothing against cool. wings or anybody else. Like, I've, I had, a, I basically tuned out. I lay low these days. I don't go to as many events anymore. Like, like honestly, I'm, and it's sad to say, I'm more of like a, a businessman who still plays a bunch of video games. Like, I sit behind a desk. I make phone calls all day. I do paperwork all day. I do legal accounting and stuff like that, right? So, so like, I don't really get to watch. Well, when I do Dude, spend time, you grew YouTube up. Videos, it happens yeah, to the best yeah, yeah. of us. Yeah. So, uh, so last thing I saw of Wings, I think, was um, really like the last videos I actually watched is when he was doing like, I don't know, he was doing some kind of dance off with somebody and. He's doing like the milk challenge and shit like that. Like so, I don't. That was probably <laughs> what, me competing with him in dancing. Yeah, yes, it was. It was. <laughs> and uh, Jackie and I had our way with him and Shailene. But but I have seen like you know from time to time like um, you know complete like outbursts on Twitter or something. And, you know, where, <laughs> where like I'm like oh shit, I'm gonna like click on Wings's Twitter and check it out. Like you know, I hope the guy's doing well because like uh, I think Jordy. Uh, He's, he's an awesome dude. Um, you know, he, he obviously, like, is uh, a little outspoken sometimes. And I don't know. I just hope he's doing well because, I don't, you know, I have nothing against the guy. And I hope he's doing great. Like, I think he deserves to, to be happy right now. So, I don't know. What's, well, up, what's going on with him? Well, then, brace for impact. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, let's hear it, dude. Okay. Wings has had a rough uh, year and a half, I would say. That's that's about how much you've missed. Maybe two years. He's had a rough two years. Um, okay, let me mention this, too. Let me mention this, too. Okay. I also saw a lot. Okay, this is like the last time I was like, all right, 
you know, this is kind of what's going on, where he was just always complaining about him not getting views. Like, okay, yeah, that was the beginning of the downfall. Okay, let's um, uh, So he's not on the show anymore. Um, it was kind of the culmination of lo- a lot of things that brought that about, but there was a, a survival trip that went on, and um, this was kind of like the last straw for me with him. It was we, we, we planned the survival trip, I heard myself. hints of this. I saw there contro- there's controversy here. That's all yes. I know. <laughs> yes, myself, Woody, and Wings planned this thing meticulously for like a month, maybe two months. Like, all right, we're going to the Uari National Wilderness in North North Carolina. It's a central point for all three of us. We all come in from different, you know, directions, but this is where we meet. We're going to spend five days in the wilderness. We're going in with like a backpack full of shit, but it's basic shit. It's like there's a few creature comforts like wet wipes, but basically we're going in with like a knife and flint and like some basic shit. Firearms. We don't, we, and guns, yeah. We, and we <laughs> don't have a tent. That's the worst part. Or, uh, or food. No food, only water purification stuff, and um, no, tent. no sleeping bags, none of that shit. It was going to be mm-hmm. rough. Yeah, it's rough. Okay. <clears throat> so... And I mean, we planned this thing for a month. Every show we were talking about, it was it took up a half an hour of every. Let me PK jump in for a, for a second. So Lefty was on the show at the time, <laughs> and, uh, Lefty. I tuned in a couple and times. Lefty didn't want to do it. Lefty just said, "Look, camping's not my thing. Whatever." Yeah. And Wings is like, yeah. "You're a pussy. If you were oh. a man, you'd be on yeah. this trip. You're okay. a motherfucking pussy. You know, you, you just you know, you gotta See, prove yourself." And because I saw all the tweets about it, so I know I know he backed out. Okay. Yeah. He, I didn't he, know that. The back that's, out that's was you, awful. The okay, back so, was so, so bad. That's, Dude, that's I'm driving. I'm in my car. I'm three hours into like a six-hour drive to North Carolina. And I call him. I'm like, or uh, maybe I text him. But yeah, I text him. I'm like, hey, man, you know, texting as a drive. Like, you know, we still on? Haven't heard anything from him. He's like, I'm not. He replies back and texts, I'm not going. And I'm just like, <laughs> yep. What do you mean you're not going? <laughs> <laughs> and that bounced back and forth for a while. We got on Skype and texted back and forth, myself, Woody, and him. And long story short, he was like, nope, I'm not coming. And so Woody and I pressed on. We got out there, and we were doing okay. We had half of a sh- we had our shelter about halfway done, uh, but we had a fire. It had a base. It had a roof. You know, maybe three quarters. Go on. I wanted some more work on that on that base part that we were going to have to sleep on because that True. looked horrible. It was dreadful. Um, it did not look good. <laughs> but but here's I don't know if you've seen the, all the pictures. Uh, but but long story short, one of the things that that occurred on the trip was that uh, we were starving, and we saw turtles that were kind of like coming up for air out in out in the middle of the oh, river man. that we were next to. So so there's this big oak tree like dead in the water. But so I start like climbing up it, kind of walking up it with the rifle, and I'm kind of looking at a downward angle to the turtles, and I shoot one. Woody doesn't believe I shot it, apparently. But I shot it. I usually you're, you're accurate. You know what? I know you, when you shoot something. Come on, Woody. Right. Yeah. So I shot the thing, and here's how I know because <laughs> there were three turtles in like a pod hanging out, floating on top of the water. I shot it at, at one in particular, and that one did not like dive below with its buddies. He stayed on top, and I pumped like two more into him, and I run down the tree and put the gun down and jump in the water and start swimming out to the fucking turtle. Kyle can't Even swim. Aquaman <laughs> stayed on the shore so his shoes wouldn't get wet. I was wearing <laughs> long pants and like hiking boots and Kyle's in a swimsuit. Carry on. Woody nope. is 
literally borderline Olympic class. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he's li- he, he he's literally like as good as you're gonna get without someone knowing your name swimming or something. Like, like Michael Phelps' grandpa. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah exactly. He, he's a lifeguard. He, I was a, a collegiate swimmer. I had some records. I'm not Olympic right. class, but I can yeah. swim. Okay. You're a whole lot better than me. So right, I struggled my way out there, and at some point I gulped up some river water, and I started vomiting on the other side, and I didn't stop until like 2 in the morning, so we walked the fuck out of there and went home. And when I say we went home, I mean I started a six-hour drive at 1 in the morning, <laughs> <laughs> vomiting every like 100 miles as I oh went. It was what, month, what month was this in, by the way? Maybe uh, April-ish, May, something like April. that. Not, I don't even fucking know. It was pretty cold. Um, Springtime, then. So we kind of got off the wings thing, but that's what happened with that trip. I don't know. It might have been fall. Um, since then, he's had he's had kind of a hard time. Yeah, his, his channel he's been struggling with his channel and going back and forth, and he's not sure what he's gonna do. Uh, his weight has been a big struggle. He um, I don't know if you remember, but he spent a month at my house doing a weight loss boot camp type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, now he's working with a personal trainer, and it's kind of it, it it's kind of iffy because he seems to be working hard at it, but he still seems to be gaining weight. So. It's kind of tentative. We wanted him to come on tonight, um, but he said he wasn't feeling well and he didn't think he'd be a good guest. We, we even offered to pay him, pay him, but um, he just felt like I think he was feeling really down. So I hope he gets better. I hope he gets back on track. But well, Jordy, if you're watching this, man, I hope you're doing good, buddy. Like I really do, man. I yes. really do. He's, he's, you know, like, you know, you guys are good friends of his too. Like he should be. Oh yeah, we will. I want the, everybody wants to see that guy succeed, man. Like if well, that guy would. Much. <laughs> I, mean, I, you know, I, want to, I want him to succeed enough that he's like can take care of all of his bills and be happy. But I don't want him to become a real like winner or anything, making like two, three hundred grand a year. Because and he would admit this. He would tell you if you were sitting here. You give Jordy a quarter million dollars a year, he'll become the meanest motherfucker you've ever yeah. met. You right. won't be able to be that. in the same room with him he without him. He's not this guy, man. He's not this guy, yeah. He'd look you up and down and just fucking find you wanting. He would let you know. <laughs> <laughs> in, in every case, in any situation. He, with some shoes you wearing, faggot. <laughs> Big money. <laughs> he would turn into that guy. So, I yeah, want to say you're wrong, but I, I don't I believe you I wish him wrong. well, but I don't wish him the best. <laughs> oh, gosh. I... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't want to. <laughs> I want on. wings to get skinny, fit, be a fireman. But if, if you go. made him a rich man, he would, he would not be a fun guy to be around. That actually is, is kind of a perfect outcome. If wings turned skinny, and he was a fireman. He was just, you know, he, he was a, a working man. You know, dude, who uh, like met his goals, but you know, wasn't in a spot where he looked down his nose on everybody else. Because when he was on top of the world, he, he wasn't good to the world, man. You know, and, uh, you know, he's grown since then. He could be a whole different person now, but. I still remember the first time I met him. Yeah, I was playing with you guys, I think. I'd met both of you before. We were playing uh-huh. on High Rise in Modern Warfare 2, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he, I, I ruined the spawn trap. And he so yelled at me like I just hit his dog in his driveway. Oh, yeah. Like, dude, just berated dude, I'm not gonna lie, like I was right with him. I was like, "Fucking noob." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I was probably nicer about it, but I bet I shared his thoughts. <laughs> yeah, I, it, yeah, you guys I was were such a team player. Being like, "God, I don't even know if I want to be around these guys." They're <laughs> famous on YouTube, but I'm getting yelled at and 
Wings called me a fag. Brian, <laughs> like, <laughs> now that was too much. Now he shouldn't have called you a fag. That was too much. But I was glad that he spoke up when you messed up the spawn trap because, like, I was so like I was such a team player about that spawn trap. Mm-hmm. I was watching a narrow corridor that I got almost no traffic. But if I don't stay there and overlook those generators and be dumb, then like they're gonna sneak through, get behind us, and they're gonna flip our spawn. I have to stay here and get my three kills a minute, or the game doesn't work. And I'm sitting there getting them. And then you rush in, and they're behind me, just fucking running through the Spaz 12, just eating our shit. So, yeah. yeah. We were all a little mad at you, but he def- I remember it well. Yeah. Tell yeah. story? Okay, this is gaming, you know, so game, like, when uh, the League playlist, or, like, ranked playlist, I don't know what it was. It was, it was Black Ops, the original Black Ops, pretty sure. Whatever the ranked playlist was back then, it was, like, pretty serious. And, like, I, get, I think it was skill-based, if I remember right. Like, I, I get online, I'm playing with Wings and, like, Stainville or somebody. And uh, it's, like, the 4v4, you know, like, competitive playlist. So uh, <laughs> Wings is, like, super confident, man. He's just like, oh, we're going go here, we're going to wreck all these guys, whatever. <laughs> so we go into this game, and, like, he's just getting completely dominated, man. Like, it's, it, it's, like, seriously the first game we play or second game we play. And I just... Dominated by you guys, or is he with you guys? With us. We're playing with him. And we're like, oh, you know, we're playing like a CTF game on like Hanoi or something. I can't remember. You know, that map mm-hmm. Hanoi. And so like, he's just like dying left and right. He's like triple negative, you know. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden I just hear, fuck! <laughs> I used to do that all the time. We just, I just look down the kill feed and he's disconnected. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, it's just like, you just, I heard, I think he like threw his headset and he just yelled fuck and threw some other stuff. And he's like, gets offline. Never played League Player like the rank playlist with him again. Like, I, don't even, I think that was literally the last time I played Call of Duty with Wings, to be quite honest. When I, <laughs> when I first played Call of Duty, I, uh, so I played with a group of friends all the time, right? And, and like, you know, we would just, every night we'd sort of sync up and get together and stuff. And they weren't great at cod but they were nice good people you know and you just it, you let them babysit your kids and i introduced them to wings and after one night they're like i never want to play with that southern guy again never ever <laughs> it's not worth it i'm like he's dropping ac 130s every game not worth it you know he was just so mean to them that uh if, if you're not you know beasting in the game he doesn't he doesn't want you around him yeah that's absolutely true. He would um, yell at me. Oh, that's a, there, there were many times when he would yell at me for his failings, right? Like it, one example, we're, we're playing domination and things aren't going our way. You know, we're losing the game and we're not used to losing, right? Usually when like a group of YouTubers get together, they'll pull a, a win-loss ratio like in the 20s or 30s. Heck, any team is going to pull a good win-loss ratio. But there's a team of people who play a lot and uh, and we're getting beat it's an unusual thing and he's mad and he starts cursing me out you know fucking woody you know capture a flag but this was a uh, one of the i guess it was a track game or yeah cuz it had the good scoreboard and i'm like check the leaderboard right i'm on top i had like nine captures to his two and he's blaming me for not capturing flags and then he starts saying that like my captures weren't like the right capture or something and it's like Dude, you're not even on my level in terms of playing the objective and you're fussing me about it. There was another time where Predator hit both of us and he's like, fucking Woody, run away from me when there's a Predator. And I'm like, Wings, I don't have to take this shit from you. You know, I'm not one of your peons. You run away from me. Don't blame me because we're next to each other. It's a two-man party. And uh, now Is that even... the Sandy Ravage stream? I remember 
Remember that, that was a different one. That was oh. hilarious. I remember that too. I yelled at him so hard. It, here's the background to that. This is what was happening in my head in the Sandy Ravage stream. I know people are going to be talking about the stream again. But um, I'm playing. It's Wings, Sandy Ravage, some of Sandy Ravage's friends who are very good, and me. And uh, the thing about my playstyle at the time, it was all about like controlling engagement, setting things up. It was what I called aggressive camping, moving from like a position of advantage to a position of advantage, etc. The trouble is, when you're in a lobby of beasts, you get no traffic that way. You have to be like a Sandy who, who beats people by hip firing, like first couple shots, hip fire, raise your gun and do whatever and just be amazing. And my playstyle, like I was doing decent KDs like in the threes and fours. But I would be that guy who was like 12 and 3 at the bottom of the lobby. So I was like, alright, this time I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to try to be Sandy Ravage this lobby. And uh, I failed. You know, like, I'm out sprinting Sandy Ravage in these games, like running into hails of bullets and getting mowed down. And I'm like, I just don't know how to fucking find traffic when everyone's so awesome on my team. And uh, after the game ends, I don't know what my... KD was, but it was something bad. I'll make it up. Like it was nine and twelve ish. You know, nothing you'd be happy about. And Wings starts like telling everyone, check out Woody on the scoreboards. Check out Woody on the leaderboards. He types it in the chat. Look at Woody's you know KD ratio. And I was like, fuck you, Wings. Fuck you. This is why you don't have any fucking friends. Cause you're bad to people. You're fucking horrible human being. And I just like railed on him like that. And and that was the genesis of that whole thing. It was it was because he was taking pleasure out of putting me down because I had a bad game because I was trying to be Sandy. And <laughs> it that that's Wings when he's on top. Yep. So Wings should be successful, but uh, he he will be mean. Yeah, that that and uh, well, he could have grown since then. I think the best thing for him is to get you know obviously get thin, get in shape. And just get start doing something maybe distant from the whole YouTube thing because it seems to be toxic for him at times where he just <clears throat> internalizes too much negativity from people and then that sends him on a spiral. Like he just needs, I think he just needs to get away away from it. He's not making many videos anymore. He's clearly not enjoying it like he used to. And if you ask him, I'm sure he'd say he hasn't enjoyed it for a long time. He just came right out and said a while or even years ago, like this is a job, upload every day, you know, like four times a day or whatever. Yeah. It has been that at times. Like, like he's 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 got a lot of fucking uploads too. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He's made a lot of videos. I don't know anyone in the COD scene that's made as many as him. And I've made a lot, but I'm not close. He he probably has a, a thousand more than me. He's made a lot. Um, yeah, he was uploading like three a day for like a year, wasn't he? It Just takes a lot. Constant. Out of it's easy to think that negative criticism wouldn't get to you if you've never had that. But like the level of of fussing that he gets, you know, the, the, when you're one of those target people, it it can get to you more than you might guess. You know, I, I, I've told this before, but I used to watch the Howard Stern show and the guys on there would be talking about, you know, people saying, Oh, I walk around the street. They're yelling Baba Booey at me. It's terrible. And I would think, why do you care at all at all? How can you possibly give the tiniest of shits about that? And then, um, I forget what happened. I think it was during the bumping thing. But, like, I woke up one morning and 400,000 people hated me. And uh, it's like, oh, until you've tried that, you'd be surprised. It bugs you. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's why I said I've been laid low. I mean, we have critics, too, you know? like Oh, the dude, the competitive yeah, scene. Yeah. That, yeah. Uh, dude, I mean, come on. It's, you can lose a scrim 
and it's fall of optic, right? You know, yeah, exactly. and uh, they're just always hazing you. The way the players talk to each other, unless it's changed. I used to hang out with a bunch of competitive guys often. Like I'd play with them and stuff. Um, I used to play with Rambo a bunch. Whenever he streamed, um, I just type in chat, and he'd often invite me to join him and stuff. And he's a really good player, good guy. Um, but like just the, the the trash talk they send to each other would hurt my feelings. I am not cut out to be a pro player. It's not aside from the whole talent thing, dude. They're mean. <laughs> they're yeah, mean. they've they've, uh, they've changed a little bit. I think a lot of those guys have grown up a lot. But yeah, but there there are a lot of like armchair general managers who own esports teams out there. There are millions of them, and they'll they'll let you know on Twitter when you make the wrong decision for your team and. You know, of course, they know everything about your team and what led to you to make that decision. So, you know, they they always like to tell you that you're wrong and, you know, that you're whatever curse word for, you know, <laughs> releasing a player or signing a new player or whatever. You know, that, it, people just don't understand a lot of the, the ins and outs of it. And, sometimes I wonder you know, about expect- the player team dynamic, right? Like, you know, sometimes yeah. you have a player who's more popular than his talent level, and and what do you do there, right? Like, you know, did, can you drop a guy? who everybody loves yeah it's tough you know man i mean yeah like that's i mean i think uh, you know to be quite honest people who maybe you're watching this right now that know our team like we're kind of dealing with that right now like i had a decision to make um it was it was all over it was aired out everywhere you know we were in paris for like the esports world cup it happened in the middle of the tournament we were going to make a change after the tournament um one of our players wanted to let go of two others and um, is it all public use names was formal. Formal wanted us to let go of JCap and Nameless and, and bring on Krim and Karma to our team, and we could have made that happen quite easily. Um, and uh, everybody else seems to think that we couldn't have made it happen, but we would. I'm telling you right now, it was easy for us to make it happen. There's no mm-hmm. problem because what happened, you know, we basically what happened was we didn't. We decided not to make the change. I decided to stick with Nameless and JCap out of, I guess, integrity and friendship to them, mm-hmm. but but also knowing that we have a much higher risk of the team not working out in advanced warfare the way we want it to work out. Um, and it's kind of ended up being that recently where our team is kind of like, you know, middle of the pack now, whereas every year in the past we're top two, top three team every single year. So right now we're kind of middle of the pack, you know, top eight kind of team. Um, and if I would have made the other decision with and put Krim and Formal on our team, I mean, we probably would have been in a better position. And, you know, even our players, if they're watching this now, like they, they understand because we talk about this, right? But so I made that decision based on integrity, giving my guys a shot because we killed it at the end of last season. We won major championships. I mean, we were mm-hmm. winning the biggest tournaments. We were probably best performing team in the last three, three or four months of the game. So um, we made that call. We let Formal go, and guess what? Optic drops two of their players, and they make that change. You know, mm-hmm. so so like we had that opportunity first, could have made it happen. We let it go. Optic ends up with Formal and Krim, and now they're the best team in the game, and you know they're winning championships and so on. So, you know, you have to kind of balance it out. Like, if I would have made that change, I would have gotten completely thrown under the bus. People would have hated me, hated my guts. But at the end of the day, we probably would have had a number one team. You know, Optic does it, and it's okay because they they were struggling. Dude, it's super hard to evaluate player changes like that. Like, yeah. I've got a couple yeah. examples. One... A player who crushed it last season might not crush it this season, right? The game changes. You know, what yeah, made him right. so on top? And I forget, I think it was Scumpy, who was maybe the best in the game at Modern Warfare 3. And then the next one that came out, Black Ops 2, he wasn't the best in the, you know, he wasn't the best slayer in Black Ops 2. And uh, it's like, how did this happen? Well, Black Ops 2 is a different game. You know, whatever it was exactly. about Modern Warfare 3 suited his skill set. Um, 
And then, uh, of course, there's there's also the way they fit. Uh, Optic made some changes. Was it last year? They picked up Parasite and somebody else. Was it was it Aix at the same time? I forget. But no, they grabbed. I don't him. think it was Parasite. I don't <clears throat> think Parasite played for him. He's the oh yeah, the heavier guy, right? Yeah, he was on there, dude. Yeah, he played for Optic. Oh and, yeah, yeah. They and they picked change. up like two players at the same time, and you're like, oh my god! They picked up half of that team that dominated everyone. What was their name? Because they changed it. I can't Impact. recall. Impact. 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 But they also were like Frico or something, whatever. But um, uh, yeah, they picked up like half of Impact, made it Optic, and now you're like, oh my god, this is gonna be the greatest team in the world, and it wasn't. And then like three weeks later or two weeks later, they they He's changed out players again. They pick up Ricky. And then Ricky leaves them and goes join. And Ricky fought with Parasite like cats and dogs. And then he goes and joins yeah. Parasite's team. And the whole thing is wacky. And and you don't know what goes into these things. And it's tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's calming down in terms of like you know players sticking with teams longer and you know because they have to. And and it, that'll even get longer I think as we go along and get more more formal and MLG like starts you know putting more rules in place and so on. But anyway, like I you know for me right now like. I'm not just focused on Call of Duty and esports anymore. I mean, we're going to expand our team this year. And, what do, you get? Um, do you know? Can you say it? I can't say yet, man. League we'll of Legends Envy team? Uh, no, man. I'm actually going to... Um, I really want to sign a Counter-Strike team, so I've been working in the Counter-Strike uh, world and really trying to get a... How does yeah. Counter-Strike's player count compare to CODs? I can tell you in, in terms of total like number of players, but yeah, I, can tell I will you, like, tell you that their streams do better in major competitions like huh. uh, MLG Columbus recently we had 200,000 concurrent so at one time which is a pretty good number right You're happy with yeah that. absolutely but that's same huge. weekend same weekend DreamHack um, in Sweden uh, they have half a million concurrent viewers watching the the Counter-Strike final there you know so it's like you know I think more people are watching Counter-Strike just because it's more global plus they have I don't know some things built into the game where you can like bet your in-game content on esports matches so a lot of hmm. people are betting like their gun skins that's a clever idea. And so, yeah, so it's a lot more people watch it because they, they have skin in the game, quite literally. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's a really clever idea. Yeah, it's um, really good. I looked online it, it, at the time. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, CSGO had half a million players playing at the same time. And, uh, there was just, and Dota 2 had a million. Minecraft had a million. And League of Legends had more. I forget. But it was even bigger. Yeah, League of Legends is um, it's really big, man. You know, globally because it's really popular in the Asian markets. I mean, when you get the Asian markets involved, like uh, you're, you know, you have a lot more people obviously to, to cater to. So, I don't know. Yeah. I have a question for Kyle though. Again, Kyle, are you still are you watch competitive like anything anymore? Any any competitive? Um, no? I'm sure you think the last time I did. <clears throat> no, it's been it's probably been a year. It's probably yeah. been a year since I've watched any of that stuff. To All be right. honest. Yeah, I watched it more recently. Last time I watched it, it got DDoSed. I'm trying to oh, think, yeah. what got DDoSed just recently? I forget. There was like I was don't it know. Anaheim? Might have a been. A lot of them were getting DDoSed. I think a bunch of them have been at some point. Dude, that stuff's yeah. hard to fight against. And people who don't know any better, are like, why didn't you buy DDoS protection? I'm sure they did. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. It, it, you can buy all the DDoS protection in the world. You know. It, it, I don't even want to give specifics, but there are ways around the DDoS protection. There's, you know, it's it's tricky to stop. So, yeah, when somebody actually knows what they're doing, it's pretty. It's pretty. Yeah, tough. if it's, I was a dick, I could DDoS anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Like, like you know, I mean, it, you know, Microsoft and Sony deal with it. I mean, it's yeah. It's, I, I mean, I've 
I I feel like I've developed a lot of expertise, not just because I'm um, uh, you know a, a technical guy, but I, I I've fallen victim to a thousand different methods of DDoS attacks. It's like I know them all now. <laughs> you know, I can do <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. So. Um, Have you? Uh, do you want to change the topic to this? Uh, the, the the French terror attacks this week? Sure. Oh. Ah. So, all right. So I don't watch the news anymore. So I get my news from Reddit and Twitter. And when you do it that way, I feel like it's easy to miss pieces of it. So I'm just going to read this headline, and maybe you guys could fill in any other little tidbits that you're aware of. Um, it says a two-day reign of terror ended Friday with the deaths of three terrorists. Uh, a countrywide manhunt for the gunman who killed 12 at Charlie Hebdo's offices Wednesday narrowed to two locations on Friday. In the north, police surrounded the building where the two suspects, for the two suspect brothers, held a hostage in Paris. Uh, another terrorist connected to a fatal shooting of a policewoman was holding hostages at a kosher supermarket. Um, I don't know what else happened after all that. I. I... I think the takeaway from this is America should bomb somebody, right? That in, yes. France. If history hasn't proven this, it doesn't necessarily have to be connected to the terrorist attacks. But um, yeah, if they Who look should like, pay? what's that? Who Who's should my pay? Pick? Target. Well, they should be brown, right? I think we're, we we excel <laughs> at at bombing brown countries. Um, Pastor, where are you from? My family is Egyptian. Ah, right, Egypt! Yeah. Bam! That'll That's do! <laughs> Fucking so, Egypt! Uh, That's it! You know, it is a Muslim country. Uh, uh-huh. uh-huh. Perfect! My, my, Perfect. Family is, uh, my family is Coptic Orthodox Christian, though, so... Yeah! Uh, well, dude, oh, I don't, we don't care. care. Egypt is every <laughs> bit as responsible for the France attacks as Iraq was for 9-11. Egypt it is. Well, Egypt, you know, I mean, they're, it's... It, I don't think it has so much to do with the countries, because they're... they're I mean, they're religious fanatics in every country even ours so mm-hmm. I, it, but yes yeah, some some countries obviously have a higher concentration of religious fanatics and you know people who are uh, very i guess i mean if my pattern about... recognition skills are worth a damn they just have to be brown yeah well <laughs> you know, so long as they're brown we'll bomb them it's cool this is how i feel about it right like i don't know man i feel like it's just a never-ending loop of you know Oh yes, I'm events. sure we won't be creating more terrorists at all if we just drop bombs on some unrelated yeah, so country. Like, you know, I don't know, man. I feel like uh, I don't know. You know, there's only you don't want to be a pacifist, but at the same time, you like you gotta some at some time like I guess call it and say, okay, let's try to work something out here. Like let's try to find some harmony here. But uh, you know, I don't know what that's, what's gonna take. Now, this Al-Qaeda is cool. Uh, Al Qaeda in Yemen, I think, is taking responsibility for these attacks. So, this was not another ISIS thing. This is Al Qaeda making their stand in 2015 as the as the number one terrorist agency in the yeah, world. Yeah, Al Qaeda throwing ISIS back in the ring. We need some like, WWE announcers. And just when you thought they were down for the count, <laughs> Al Qaeda. <laughs> I want to see <laughs> ISIS come back in the ISIS. ring. You know, I rule this town, bitches. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a sensitive subject, man. Like, I think, you know, I, I read about... Well, I read we try to be sensitive when we discuss oh, of it. Of course, I mean, just find a joke about it, right? Like, that's what <laughs> that's what I think everybody's making a big deal out of here, right? It's like, you should always mm-hmm. be able to have your freedoms. I mean, this is fucking America, right? Like, we should be able to talk about this and have our own opinions, and everybody out there in the world should have their own opinions, too, and that's what we fight for every day, and that's what makes this country the fucking best. But we, we should just always be able to uh, also, like, have concerns about, you know, what makes sense, man? What is logical? 
in the world and like just dropping a bomb on some more people I don't think is very logical at this point I think like it's proven that that doesn't really solve anything yeah. it just fuels the yeah. fire even more um, you know I think I think it's uh, it's something that I don't certainly have the answers for but uh, I also think that uh, there's like so much hype around it that it causes people to pass judgment faster and I think that's shitty um, it's very difficult to like say anything about it because there's always some group that's going to be jumping down your throat every time there's, you know, a religious outburst. And if we're being honest, it's not usually religious outburst. It's an outburst by Muslims. And if you say that, then suddenly you're racist. Or if you jump way to the other side where, you know, Woody was parodying the people who just want to bomb and, you know, show vengeance and, you know, take it back and just anger, there's just no winning it. You know, you can't even, like... Just like you said, people will say, like, well, there are religious extremists in every country. It's like, you know, I would much prefer the religious extremist that holds up a dead baby picture outside of an abortion clinic than someone who actually goes and, you know, methodically murders people for, you know, joking about something that they thought was off color. You know, like, and, yeah. and people are so quick, especially the left, to pretend that's not a true difference. And like, oh, extremism is extremism is extremism, when reality it's not. You know what I mean? I mean, Did there was just a thing, though, that said there were more right-wing extremists that killed Americans, in America, by the way, since 9-11 mm -hmm. than Muslim extremists. That, that makes that makes sense? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I was talking yeah. more globally, not just, you yeah, know, here. Yeah, if you go global, then, then more people die from Muslim extremists, but... Uh, no, in the U.S. And even then, it's hard to talk about because people say, like, oh, well, not all Muslims. Well, of course not. The vast majority are probably good people just trying to live their lives the best way they know how. But you can't put on the blinders and pretend that there aren't certain patterns that are obvious to anyone who's willing to look at situations honestly. Yeah, it's real sensitive, man, I guess. And uh, Kyle, what are your thoughts? Let's hear yours. You're the one who brought it up. <laughs> did, I, did I bring this up? You I did. think you did. did. No, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know where I stand on this. Obviously, you've got, you've got pockets of extremists who, for whatever reason, want to do crazy. Like ISIS in particular, seem like really evil individuals. Yeah. I, I don't know what the they're, they're like. Something out of James Bond with some of the crazy shit. They're stoning people and like. You know, eviscerating people, and and you know, um, they they crucified some people a while back. Like those guys are ridiculous. Like that's evil. Um, they've chosen to take on, you know, to wave the flag of uh, an Islamic caliphate. Like that's their whole thing. They're like, we're taking over. We're making this this all our country, where we'll you know enforce like Islamic law. So you can't say that that that, that is not uh, Islamic extremism. It totally is. I keep hearing them say that like they're not connected. And while I, I think that they can be connected without, uh, without them being uh, codependent. Officially or anything like affiliated, that. you know. Yeah, officially affiliated. Exactly. Yeah, like I, I don't blame other, uh, other Muslims for what ISIS is doing, but yeah, they're definitely not. connected in a way. Yeah, I just feel like you know the the more technologically advanced countries who are civil and you know have some kind of peaceful attitude just need to colonize the moon, man, because those fuckers can't get up there. And, uh, <laughs> You know, like just set up shop on the moon, man. And, we were uh, looking at a Reddit article earlier, and it said that the United States during the Cold War at one point was considering shooting the moon with a nuclear missile to prove their military superiority to the Russians. That would have been fucking cool. It, it is not, not too late. late. <laughs> I would love to there. see that. 
It's still I there. I want to see a big <laughs> USA up there. Big USA. Let's put that up there. Like, just nuke those letters in. However, you got to do it. Laser. I don't care. Yeah. You think that. one moon is cool? How about seven oddly shaped moons? Who needs one moon when you can have three rings? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too good man well yeah I, I don't know man I, I feel really sorry for the, the people of France and you know, I hope that they can overcome that situation and you know and I, I hope it's I hope this starts to die down a little bit I don't think retaliation is yeah. necessarily the answer but like nobody wants to swallow their pride and just take beatings like that and killings and yeah, but I feel exactly. like almost that's almost a solution like look just like you know I feel like they say, didn't like, swallow their pride like it, it, I was kind of proud of France all goofing off aside they their response was not violent, but they just poured in like the drawings of Mohammed, the I won't be silenced, the you can't defeat me, etc. You know, it, to me, France doesn't have to start killing uh, Al Qaeda members, although that's fine by me. But they don't have to start doing that to not be the surrender country, right? They can just stand tall and 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 hold their cartoon up. There, that to me was. As, yeah, as great as an act of Sony defiance did. as something America would do. I'm sorry, what were you saying? Yeah, as long as they don't do what Sony did with the, yeah. with the interview. As long as they're not like, yeah, all right, well, we'll just forget about this whole thing then. Sorry. Maybe we could just put it on demand somewhere on the internet. Would that be all right? Let's switch subjects of the interview. Have you guys talked about this yet? Yeah, extensively. I think okay. it's up to $34 million in total uh, revenue from uh, online sales, rentals, and uh, bo- it's limited box office release. It was like $4 million from box office release and like $30 million from um, online take. I'm really so disappointed that's a by real that. disappointment. It costs yeah. like 60, $50, 60000000 million to make, something like that. Yeah, but I don't know. What do you What do you guys think about it? Like, I, I think I just feel like, I mean, what like what did you expect, right? Like, you know, the, I just think that making a film like that is kind of you're touching on a subject that has to do with global matters, which obviously is dealing with, you know, there are crazy people in the world, right? And like people that we necessarily don't really get along with, and you're gonna make a film like completely mocking that. I disagree, man. Which is fine. Which is fine. I think it's fine. But what did you expect would happen? Like, but I don't think making a film that mocks that, making a film that mocks North Korea, isn't any different than making a film that like praises U.S. soldiers who slaughter a bunch of you know enemy people or you know, like it. it, We've been showing our side of stuff in our films for quite some time. Can we watch? I'm not saying it's wrong, but what I'm saying is like you know the way they reacted is like oh you know. I have a clip to watch. Yeah, I I understand what you're saying, Hastro. Where it's like obviously you should be able to do it, but you can't be you know dumbfounded when you're like what? They don't care for it. Like of course they're not going to like this. Yeah, like you should be surprised that they're going to come after you for it. You know. So, so the hashtag, the way we do this is we all click on the link and queue up at zero, and then somebody counts down and we watch it together. What are we watching? Uh, do you we see the a, channel uh, on the right? Sorry. I'm not sure yeah, if you have the ch- chat showing for you. Hold on a second, let me. Uh, so this up. is a uh, this is a little clip from one of my favorite Leslie Nielsen films. Great movie, The Naked Gun, uh, from the pile from the files yeah. of Police Squad. And this is the part at the beginning when Frank is inserted overseas, and uh, and I don't forgive me, I don't know my 80s like world dictators, but <laughs> I think like Gorbachev's there with the birthmark on his head, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe like the Ayatollah Khomeini and. Uh, uh, like the Iranian leader and a few others, and he's about so. Everybody queued up at zero. I am Castro. I was worried yep. about you. Good, good. Oh. Three, two, one, play. 
can't remember what that who that who that guy is. Oh, Yasser Arafat. He's a name tag on. That's the president of Libya. This is the president of Russia. Just scrubbed up. Union, yeah. Ayatollah Khomeini is the leader of Russia of Iran. Give him the real Three Stooges treatment. Starting to Leslie Nielsen's great. I wish they made more comedy. They just don't make this style of movie anymore at all. I'm Lieutenant Frank Drebin, police squad. And don't ever let me catch you guys in America. But I feel like, you know, yeah. we used to, like, 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 none of those world leaders, like, like, made a big deal out of the naked gun. I just feel it's silly for, for, you gotta look at who we're dealing with. It's fucking Kim Jong-un. That guy is insane. His people don't believe he has a butthole. It's true. It's real. <laughs> they really don't think he has an asshole. That's true. It's on the Frontline Netflix or whatever it is special. I watched, I watched that. Frontline. Yes. Yeah, inside North Korea. It's really good. The guys, it's, like, huh. it's like, you know, it's, it's, sub, it's subtitled, but it's like, yeah, it's like, they do not believe he has a butthole. <laughs> it's just like, what? <laughs> what? Really? Are you serious? Like, yes, they don't think the guy shits. He's like running at 100% peak efficiency, so he doesn't require an asshole. Like, he's Kim Jong-un. They think he's a god. It's it's ridiculous. So, He'd be a lot less tubby if he was really running at 100% peak efficiency. I think so, too. Maybe yeah. the reason he's tubby <laughs> is that he's at 99% efficiency and he doesn't poop. Yeah, that's it just accumulates. <laughs> Over time, that accumulates. <laughs> now, I, I just feel like like anytime you take that guy seriously, you're making a big mistake. That guy's a troll. That guy's an internet troll in a gray suit, like in <laughs> platform shoes. Like the second he make he does anything stupid, he's gonna be, the world is just gonna fuck him up. Don't worry about him. Jackie made me an Unless ice cream sundae while that movie was playing. Let's see what you got. Let's let's get it. Let me let me make. It you, appears uh, to be like Oreo ice cream. Maybe there might be several flavors in here. We have magic shell and marshmallow topping. All right. Let me. Uh, I gotta do something. I gotta see if I can get some ice cream. <laughs> Text. Are you serious? Oh wait. Never mind. <laughs> Are you gonna have ice cream delivered? I hope I'm gonna have ice cream delivered. Dude, You've texted Kitty like four different times to have her deliver things, and I think you're Kitty's, at zero percent. I so think far. he has an ace in the Kitty's, hole. Kitty's in Colorado, mm -hmm. so I've got a new helper. Uh, I, so Jeremy, <laughs> so Jeremy got um, his girlfriend pregnant again, and so not again since like we've all been talking about it, but it's his second. Yeah, that would make sense. Pregnant. He re he really wanted her to have this kid. Anyway, I think you're due soon. Anyway, that kind of ruined his life and all, and him being able to be like my my like helper slash assistant. But <laughs> he had like, such the life, dude. He has a slow-witted friend whose name I won't use on the air, but he is he is. What does it rhyme perfect. with? I'm not gonna say because that that makes it so easy. Um, uh, he he. But but let's just call him Steve. No, let's call him Kevin because that'll be easy. Like Kevin from the Office because he's pretty much the same speed. He's like Kevin from the Office. He's, he he talks really slowly. He's like, oh, good gracious. Well, I reckon I could be there at 10 a.m., but Sunday don't work for me, Mom and Daddy. Daddy's the deacon at the church. I got to be there for Sunday services. Can't work <laughs> on a Sunday. And I'm just like texting back. I'm like, all right, we're filming it Monday. Be here at 10 a.m. He replies back, 
Filming on Monday? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Filming on Monday. See you. See you then. 10 a.m. I reckon I could be there by 10 or 10:15. I will be there at 10. <laughs> see you there. What we doing? <laughs> he's a little bit he's so slow that like like I don't know I told him to like fill up a can of gas and, and he was like how much gas you want I'm like fill the truck up and fill the truck up and then fill that gas can up I don't care I just need some gas and like I come back and he's like meticulously topping off the jug until it spills all over himself <laughs> and I have to put a plastic bag around his boot to put him in my car. Oh man, come on, that's not slow. That's being precise. That's being precise <laughs> and being attentive. That's what that guy is, man. Come on, you gotta love that. Like he's he's wanting to do Dude, a good job. He's ten dollars an hour of all the fun you can have. I'm gonna get him on the show <laughs> and spin the wheel of pain if I can make it happen. I uh, we're working Monday, we're filming Monday, and uh, I'm gonna talk to him about the uh, the wheel of pain, getting him involved. He's a nice fellow. I, I know I just made fun of him a bit, but it, but it's just comical to talk to him. So, I, I it, hopefully I'll get this. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's 21. Yeah, I'll get him to sign some papers. Get him on here to spin the wheel of pain. Hastur, you don't know about this, but I came up with this thing. It's it's like a clicky. It's a wheel. You spin it, and uh, let me get the wheel of pain. Hang on. Yeah, let's see this. <laughs> yeah, we really went all out with the production quality on the wheel of pain. You'll be impressed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's where all the Patreon money for that month went <laughs> into the Wheel of Pain. I think there were magic <laughs> markers involved in everything. a bunch of construction it's, paper. It sounds, like so much, it sounds like it's so much up Kyle's alley right now. It is. So he so he gets actually, more excited for these crafts than he's willing to admit, I think. Yeah, he's, so he really so he enjoys it. He actually stood up out of, off the couch, which is, uh, is, he's making the move. I can't. Yeah, that's a regular thing. Every 40 minutes or so, he'll stand up to have to grab some trinket. Usually by the time he gets back, we we'll forget like, why we wanted to see it. You couldn't just tell me about it. it is, a gun, it. a giant mannequin. Uh, it, there was a time <laughs> when he started, he was shooting potato guns. Every topic change, he would just like blast something with a potato gun. We In might, the house. Very he'd be safe. willing to do that tonight, I bet. Okay. I just saw him. There he is. What's up? Nothing. No, we weren't talking about you at all. We're in, we're, I'm waiting to see this. Oh, Taylor, I found a gun while I was back there. This was that 1911 I was going to send you forever ago. It's it's kind of in pieces now, but... Well, you just oh, took it in pieces. We can see how that happened. Well, I mean, like, these aren't all the pieces, though. You're there like... are more pieces that make up this gun. These are the scissors I was going to send you. They're yeah. kind of separated right now, so... <laughs> what are you going to um, do? So, so this is the, uh, the Wheel of Pain. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say that Hasbro was spinning the Wheel of Fame. You spin it for me? Is that how it works? Yeah. I can't find mm -hmm. the magenta or the red. I know, but I, I'll, be, I'll help you. <laughs> that that so, actually really scares me um, that I can't so see it. So it says, um, cattle prod. You would take a, uh, a jolt from a cattle prod. So uh, I have to somewhere... fight out of Georgia to see you? And take... Well, no, no, no. See, the, for the, when we're going to do it, the person will be in the room with me. So uh, I okay. will administer the cattle prod. Okay, okay. So, yeah. And you can spin the wheel as much as you'd like. Do so some they more start... spins and see how Oh, yeah, go. I would love as to spin it again. As many times as you'd like. I would love yeah. to. What else is on there? Just read them off. Read everything off for me. Oh, okay. So there is the cinnamon challenge followed by the one gallon of milk challenge back so to like, back. It's like a back to back duo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's get a painkiller already tattoo uh, anywhere on your body. Uh, I was going to make it like, you know, two square inches, three square inches, something like that, you know, fairly big. Um, 
I believe this one is five pickle shots. Now, pickle Dude, I'm shots. Really out of this game on the tattoo thing. You're gonna have to change that. Okay. Pickle. I wouldn't be, able, I wouldn't be able to do the tattoo, man. There's no fucking way I'm putting a PK <laughs> tattoo on my body. Dude, that's this guy already years of explaining. This guy already has an FPS Russia tattoo, so I felt like oh, he was. He with an FPS tattoo. Yeah, he totally up for it. So uh, the, the right. red one here, this is five pickle shots. Now, a pickle shot is another delicacy of my former assistant, Jeremy. Um, you, do, you, you do a shot of pickle juice followed by a shot of tequila, or maybe the tequila followed by the pickle juice. I don't remember which. But that sounds better. Oh, that's easy. Now, this yellow guy here, that's $200 cash. That's oh, what. That, that's Wait, why he's here. This is, this is why we play then, right? <laughs> this exactly. is why we play the game. Okay. All right. This one shot in the ass with a potato gun. Oh, I've got dude. a pretty good potato gun. <laughs> um, and uh, and yes. that's the show. Yeah, I, I thought I think that would be really hilarious. You know, I, it could be tweaked a little, obviously. Like these, are, I made these up on the spot. Dude, with the know? tattoo there, I think you need to up the yellow two hundred dollars. That needs to go up, man. You think? I've I actually think got so, a guy dude. who will do the tattoo for free. I I'm sure there are plenty of guys like that, but I'm just saying. Like, you know, <laughs> come on. If you want somebody who's actually, I want it when you do this. I think it's like just having a bunch of crazy bastards in the room is just. It's not as appealing as if you actually had one person who was legitimately like if, scared and worried, but they oh. want that money. You know what I mean? Like, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> you want to see someone so that's like, actively fearful at the exactly, prospect. Exactly, right. Like, that's the only thing that's going to make this fun is when you see somebody's face who's just like completely scared out of their mind that they're going to have to, you know, get PK on their ass. It, w- oh. it wouldn't be ass. It'd be uh, on the... Palm of the hand, or I had always like thought, that. I think uh, you know, on the on your on your shoulder, or uh, or something like that. That's where that's where Jeremy's Russia tattoo is. It's on his, you know, it's like on his shoulder, on his right shoulder back. I there. think I think Merka should get PKA tattooed on his penis. And if it's me, I'll have Painkiller already. Episode two hundred and thirteen. <laughs> Hold on a second, I want to show you guys this. Featuring <laughs> Wheel of Pain. I'm about to find something um, for you guys. I don't want Is it to, like, really gross porn? Because if so, we've probably seen it. No, no, no. This guy got a. He was like a. He was a guy in the Navy. Got an Envy tattoo, like on his chest. Like it's our logo, like right here. But whatever. I'll see if I can find it. Or not. But guy's a nice guy. I just think uh, he's a crazy bastard for getting that on his chest. That's all. Yeah, that is quite a lot of commitment. Yeah, which to, um, you know, now every day I have to wake up knowing that I can't fail for this guy. <laughs> no, you you know, it's like you can't. It's like we're a pro gaming team, you know what I mean? Like You'd be know. letting the country down. Yeah, you'd be letting <laughs> a lot of people down, man. And this guy's a navy, you know, he's he's you know he's a serviceman, so Tat- tattoos are a big deal. Like like, like I don't have any tattoos and I, I would I, I'm hesitant to get one, not because I'm afraid it's gonna hurt or or that I don't think they look cool. I I, I, I think it would hurt, but I wouldn't care too much and I think they do look cool. But I don't know what I would get. I've I've had some thoughts. I've had some considerations. The the whole Molon Labe thing interested me for a while, and then it became trendy, and everybody had one, and I didn't really want to do that. It's you know it's the Greek letters that say come and take them. It's kind of a gun rights thing while being historical at the same time. I kind of like it, especially if you use the old Greek alphabet. Um, but 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 Jeremy just doesn't seem to give a fuck. This guy that, that, that helped me, like he was just like I, when I mentioned it. The coup de gras- So I filmed this video with him. I was like, gave him a couple hundred bucks, and I was like, you know, we'll tase you, pepper spray you, and shoot you with a rubber buckshot. And in my head, I'm like, he'll never do it. He'll never do it. He'll never do it. As a cherry on top, we're gonna put a tattoo on you that says "Fes Russia" or something. He's like, all right, let's <laughs> do it. 
and we fucking did it. <laughs> and, uh, and you know they ta- we tattooed that shit. I filled in half the tattoo. Like oh, the guy man. gave me the fucking tattoo gun. It was so hilarious. I'll never forget. In the most white trash tattoo parlor ever, we're in there. And, like, <laughs> I'm like, hey man, like, is there any way that we could film me like doing some of the tattoo? And he's like, absolutely not. First of all, that tattoo gun six hundred fifty dollars. You understand? You feel me? You feel me? That's my baby right there. That's my baby. All right. Second of all, help board comes in here, sees you over there in the chair. What the hell are they going to do to me? I tell you, they're going to take my license right off the damn wall, take my business license, run me out of town. No, nah, I can't be having that. I was like, do you have internet? He's like, yeah, right over there. Let me show you what we do. And I showed him like three FPS Russian videos. <laughs> and he goes, all right, well, you're going to want to step on that pedal. Hold it, <laughs> hold it like this. Now, be kind of loose in the wrist, though. And I'm just like, all right. <laughs> Next thing I know, I'm fucking wearing some rubber gloves behind Jeremy going, eee! fucking carving into his skin with a, ta- a tattoo gun. Yeah, well, look at this. Check out. Did you find it? Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. I mean, it it looks pretty cool. It does. He did a good job. Somebody did a pretty good job. I guess. That's from life. That's what I'm saying, man. Like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that is so. Dude, it's like, it's like, what if you had tweeted back at him and been like, that's really gay. Respectable <laughs> Navy soldier that came back here to the States. Dude, I would attend like, MLG stuff with no shirt on all the time. Dude, but 30 years down the road, man, like when Ooh, your grandkids are like, are, grandkids are like, what's that? All right, you know, they can lay oh, that. This was a gaming team I liked. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I guess like, it's cool. Like, grandpa, I'm honored by it. Don't, don't get what if your grandpa? Honor. What if your grandpa had like this big like it looked like a pile of rabbit shit on his arm, and you're like, Grandpa, what are all those like gross black circles? Well, back in the day, I was the Marvels champion. Yeah. <laughs> I was the leader of the Marvel circuit back when it was the number one game, and these are all my Marvel championships. Well, it looks like a bunch of rabbit shit now, Grandpa, because you're 80 years old. No one plays marbles. Not even Kyle. That's what I would be worried about. No, the, the equivalent is, back in the day, I was really into watching marble competitions. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hang on a second. Please, okay. I have a question. Wait, okay. uh, maybe I missed a small step. That guy doesn't play for you? No. That guy's a fan. Fan of the team. Oh, yeah, that's so mind blowing. Oh, oh no! Oh no! Oh no, no way! Don't hate on. Oh Kyle. my god! But but here's the deal. So like, this is what oh, I'm hoping no. happens. Okay, I'm hoping. Taylor. I'm hoping that esports gets so big and so massive that it becomes like the NFL. So then, 30 years, this is totally cool. Like it's all right, man. You know, like if I if I go out and get a Dallas Cowboys tattoo, I'm not gonna get really like wrecked for that, right? Like, I mean, maybe a little bit, but you know, it's it's okay. Like, okay, you're yeah. from a certain area, you know. Like, okay, you're from Texas. So, like, so I mean, but this this industry is so young. You guys could very well have a logo redesign. Like, so yeah, yeah. What, what you're it's telling not like your classic is. Dallas Star. Like, you gotta. That's, that's what concerns me. Dude I was got gonna it. say it. I was gonna say it. Like one day, potentially, we change our logo. Like. Actually, it's probably going to work out better for him because then nobody will actually know what that is, and he can make yeah. whatever story he wants. You know. The funny part about this is, even in high in Hastro's like wildest dreams, this guy has to have this tattoo for thirty years before it's acceptable. Hastro's <laughs> like, like, yeah. like, you know, man, maybe fingers crossed. Thirty That's years. Thing, ago. Man. 
normal, but like, um, yeah. <laughs> I'm, out there, I'm out there working hard, though, man. I'm hoping it happens sooner than that. But, you know, we, we have a pretty big following. You know, it's growing. It's getting bigger. You know, no, that's awesome. getting there. But, yeah. That's awesome. I w- I'm not taking anything away from what oh, he did. Oh, I know. I know. But that's what, I but just wait. what he did is above and beyond. I think about this guy all the time, man. He like, haunts <laughs> like, my thoughts, man. I'm sitting here like this, doing like some paperwork. You know, I'm like, fuck this paperwork that I have to do. To, I want to just play video games and like do what we used to do. So I do, I do all this paperwork, and I'm like, man, this guy got a tattoo. I got to do this. You should get an empathy tat, the same one in the same place, so that all you're right. as cemented to it as he is. Yeah, that'll never no. happen. No. <laughs> no. I have no tattoo. If there was some, I would like some motivation to get a tattoo. It, like, like if someone me paid too. me money to get a tattoo, I think I could, I, like I need that excuse, you know what I mean? Like like some reason for me to, I don't want to be judged on the decision, do you does that make sense? I think that's yeah, a little tiny part of it. Be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. well, I did it because so and so gave me this or that. Yeah, you like, know, like, yeah. To own it and be like, oh, I was such a big fan of Team Envy that I had them bolted on my chest forever and here's, ever. Here's a couple examples of tattoos that I think are really cool. Um, I, I watched the movie um, Knock Around Guys. Uh, Vin Diesel's in it, and they're and and uh, they're basically like sons or nephews of like connected mobsters, and they get in a little trouble. And he's half Jewish, and he's got the Star of David tattooed on his arm, and it looks so fucking cool. Of course, I'm not Jewish, so I could never get something like that. But if you're Jewish, you could totally rock the Star of David, and it would look cool. Also, I think like most military tattoos, like the Marine Corps stuff, that all looks cool. But mm-hmm. you gotta be in the fucking Marine Corps. Yeah, you have to earn that. You have to earn that. Yeah, and, and so like none of those are options for me. So I'm left with like what, like some some silly thing I come up with my imagination, or maybe something I'm a big fan of. But look at the things I'm fan. I'm a fan of. They're pretty lame, and you wouldn't want to. They're so cliche. Like, what am I gonna do? Like, get some gun emblem? Yeah, like, get a Georgia Bulldogs not. G that looks like Green Bay as you age. If I had gone all American in swimming, I was thinking of getting that logo. You probably don't know it, but there's like an eagle, and he's perched on maybe a shield that says All American or something. <clears throat> but I didn't, so I didn't. Um, <laughs> Uh, and then I thought about getting like a YouTube thing. There was a time when YouTube was so big in my head and, and I was really proud of the fact that I got a million subs and I was like, maybe I'll do a gold play button or maybe I'll do the YouTube logo, which you know could always change. And uh, I don't know. Since then, I, I'm now I'm kind of glad I didn't do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 um, I never considered getting any tattoos that were related to like any persona or uh, any company or anything like that. The, the only one I really considered was the Molon Labe thing. I thought that was cool. And that was about it. I, I really don't... What you know, nothing. <clears throat> I'll show you. I'll just link you. Okay. And that wouldn't even have to be a very big tattoo. That could be a little one you put somewhere where nobody wouldn't see it. Or nobody would see it, rather. Yeah, there was a time when A Million Subs was a really exclusive club. Like, I think when I got it, I was like the 112th largest channel in the world or something like that. Now... You know, every generation of YouTubers like surpasses the numbers of the one before it. And like, oh, I didn't get a tattoo. You know, like there's gonna be a time when little twelve-year-old squeakers are getting a million subs just because. Yeah, wouldn't you feel like a real dick thirty years from now? Like, this is when I got a million subs. It's like, Grandpa, I've got three point four. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. Posted a picture of my cat shitting and got five hundred thousand this morning. Deal with the times. <laughs> That's exactly it. You know, I did a review on a new sofa lounge. 
<laughs> yeah. a million people wanted to see it. It'll be it'll an be unboxing nothing. of my hovercraft. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is this actually like modern Greek, Kyle? Or is this yeah, like, like, like the, uh, I think it's like ancient Greek. That like, oh. it's different stuff though. Like like the, that's just a bunch of different ones. But like I like the ones that are like the more uh, like the the old Greek letters. And I don't know about the Spartan helmet and everything, but I kind of just go. like the letters. Hmm. The Spartan helmet is the one that appealed to me, but well, like I'm the sideways man. one. I, I could have gone crazy, you know. Like there's so many like symbols and you know hieroglyphics and all this crazy stuff. Like I could have gone tattooed. Oh, oh yeah, body, that's right? true. Like, I could have done yeah, all sorts of, like yeah, Egyptian. Got some crazy Egyptian shit on there. Yeah, yeah, but. I stayed away from it, man. Maybe get like an all-seeing eye at the top of your neck, and like get a whole Illuminati thing going too. Yeah, yeah. And make you really mysterious. Like, like maybe you could like use that to to recruit and stuff. Like you could just you could bring that up as look, you know, there's a (laughs) higher power here working through me. I'm sure there's something like completely badass that I could have found, you know. But is Eon still a thing? It is. It is. Well, it is. That seemed like a. Less than full throttle, it is. Uh, I mean, we we focus on our teams as businesses more more so than that, and um, you know, I don't know if we kind of keep it going on the long run, but yeah, I mean, we we still we're doing some business, and um, yeah, yeah. It, it always seemed like um, Optic and Envious were kind of I don't know if sister teams is the right term, but yeah, like no, I wouldn't say that, but we were trying to you know, there like was a time when that seemed to be true. Well, was, this was a really you know, it's still a young space, right? Like we mm-hmm. were just trying to. To, to work together to um, to grow faster, you know, and, and just, uh, I wouldn't say we were working together in terms of, like, being in collusion, but we were trying to, um, I guess, be progressive with, you know, bringing more dollars into the scene and to help other gamers. I feel like there was a time and where, a legitimate like, if run. a player didn't show, you might look to each other's rosters to, you know, f- help out the short team or... I wouldn't say we really conspired together to do that. Well, it just kind of happened that the quality of the was... not the word I'm looking for. They, they just seemed like they were, I don't know, your friendship was tighter with, you know, Optic than maybe some other team. Yeah, but Fear. we're like still rivals. Like you know, mm. uh, you know, we play each other. Like and our fans, like you know, they they kind of take on to that a little bit. Obviously, we're still all friends, really good friends, and we all go out and we can have a dinner together, have some drinks, and like legitimately, just a couple optic guys and a couple envy guys can sit down at a table and we we eat together and have a drink and talk and <laughs> you know, we talk about things that are going on. And I think the whole Call of Duty esports scene, all the pros have turned into the it's turned into more of like a fraternity, I think. Like people like to see each other at events, hang out with each other, but then it's it's really what's really neat about it is that when you those guys get in the booth and they start playing against each other, like all that stuff goes out the window and you really want to beat that guy. Like I think that fuels it even more. It's like if you have a brother, you know, like mm. that kind of competition where you have that rivalry with your brother, it, it's that, right? Like Who's on your you, roster right now? Uh we have Clayster, J Cap, Merc, and Nameless. <clears throat> Where's Rambo? Rambo is working for Sledgehammer Games now. He left the pro scene. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. And he, he still works with our team. So, yeah. Right, right. He, he It seems like Rambo's bounced around from team to team, but he's never left an enemy behind. You know? Every time he leaves a team, they pretty much wish him well. Yeah, he hasn't been on too many teams, to be quite honest. I mean, yeah, Optic, he's only been on like three or four. Yeah, Extravagant, Optic, Envy. I really don't think... Yeah. Those are his major teams. I didn't mean to imply it was that it happened all the time, but yeah, you know, he, well, he he hasn't been on too many teams, but he's 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 been in a bunch of trades in my head. I don't know more than normal, but you know, like it yeah, seems we, like Optic 
dropped them and picked them up a half a dozen times. Yeah, we had like, I mean, like Scumpy was actually on Envy before he mm-hmm. played for Optic. And so after like, he played for Optic. Yeah, and the same, well, <laughs> Nate Shot played for Optic first, and then we had a stint with him for a few events in Black Ops 1, where Nate Shot played for Envy, and then he went back to Optic, and then... I told you! Uh, you denied it a minute ago. But I'm like, yeah, man, you guys used to like players who go back and forth. You know, Rambo was oh, yeah. on. And, you know, yeah. Yeah. It happens. But, uh, but yeah, we, I mean, we've had players obviously like go back and forth between the organizations. And I mean, it just, honestly, it's about finding chemistry amongst teammates in a specific game. And that's what it's all about. But yeah. Anyway. Mm. Let's see here. What did I have? It turns out that, uh, this, uh, according to Washington Post, anyway, uh, they rated the thirty-four, the thirty-four country, the thirty-four worst countries, thirty-four worst countries, um, in Europe. Second to last is Ireland. <laughs> oh, here last. we go again. <laughs> Ireland, <laughs> the Ireland thing. So what? Second did, to last is Ireland. They're the worst the and what? Overall. Uh, oh, let me see. Let, let's see. How they they found this ranking. It's pretty great. (laughs) Quality of life and employment. Opportunities. (laughs) Oh, that's great. Wow, I did not know you were... So, so, uh, Hastro, just in case you didn't know, about two weeks ago, Kyle was goofing around and said Ireland was terrible. And then everyone was like, oh my god, I can't believe you just said that about my country. So last week he doubled down. It was like, Ireland is terrible. And like backed <laughs> it up with some stats or like the country size or something like that. Apparently Ireland's smaller than Atlanta in terms of population and such. And he was right. And uh, I did not see this coming. The tripling down of Ireland smashing. <laughs> so Kyle, before you go on your rant, who is the worst country? I know oh, second I, worst I, is Ireland. Who's worst? Um, I, I, I actually didn't click it. I, I, all right, I didn't click it. I didn't read that far into it. I didn't care who was the worst. I looked for Ireland right away. Like I, I, I pressed <laughs> Control F, found, found, found Ireland, and, uh, and straight in on them. Uh, I also read a few things about the potato famine, and the numbers there were just humiliating. It was like you know, just because they 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 didn't grow enough potatoes one year, like half of them died. Like like that's literally what happened. Like they didn't grow enough potatoes, and half of the Irish people died. This is a this is an island off the coast of. I don't don't get me uh, embroiled in that whole UK versus Britain thing, but yeah. it's an island off the coast there, surrounded by waters full of fish, but they ran out of taters and half of them fucking. <laughs> like, Dude, that can't be right. It was half, really. Yeah, let's let's potato famine. Do you think it's too soon? Statistics. No, it's not. That was like 1860, <laughs> 1860, 1880, something like that. Let me find. Was this. it really? I had in my head it was in. I don't know at all. I just. I was surprised Larry was that far back. The Great Irish Potato Famine. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I'm trying all to right, find this see. thing. During the years uh, from 1845 to 1850, around 800,000 people died of starvation or of Whoa. other famine-related. Uh, diseases such as typhus, dysentery, scurvy, scurvy, <laughs> or pellagra. Uh, a further two million people uh, immigrated. They fucking left. Unlike earlier famines, famines in which the population recovered quickly from the catastrophe uh, and continues to grow, the aftereffects of the Great Irish Famine were such that the population of Ireland, starting at 8.2 million people in 1841, declined to 6.6 million by 1851. 
That's ten years. They lost what's that? Four, seven, one point two, one point six million people. Fifty years later, Ireland's population was still showing a decline, down to four point five million, and it's still going. <laughs> like, you guys are losers, Ireland. I don't know what you want me to say. Wow, Kyle. Poor I Ireland. Mean, but what's a, say a good thing about Ireland? We'll treat it like therapy. I know you hate them, but what's a, what's a good <laughs> thing about them? Name. I want you to say two good things about Ireland. Um, I don't think they suffered any casualties during World War II. Oh my Excellent. god! Good starter. Good way to start. Positive. Now he's, he's knocking them for being war neutrals. I know. Fucking neutral. <laughs> um, apparently, I was wrong. The Irish did figure out a way to make liquor out of potatoes. Uh, contributed to the famine, I believe. <laughs> they had a special word for it, though. I always heard it called like potato vodka. They 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 have a special word for their potato liquor, I guess. Their accents are awesome. They're no, Irish. There, that's you're thinking there of Scotland. No, Irish accents are pretty cool. I think they're pretty they're okay. hard to understand in. in those like live leak or YouTube videos. If shit's going down, it's like they're not even speaking English. And this is when they'll say, "Well." We were speaking this kind of English before you were, or some douchey comment. Ah, fuck those people. I've met some Irish people. They're awesome, man. They're awesome people. Don't you talk about that with Kyle? Yeah, nope. and this podcast right now. I'm like the tower in power right now. I am. Um, I, I didn't know they were so rare, though. I have a good amount of Irish blood in me. Rarer every year. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> My grandmother came here from Ireland. Thirty years from now. Cod Esports, you'll, you'll be able to get a tattoo. Nobody will think shit about it. Get a, get a big logo on yourself. But there will be no Irish left in the world. <laughs> so what are they going to use Ireland as once they're all gone? What do you think? What do you propose? Leper colony. Leper colony? <laughs> yeah, Ireland has the side. highest rate of cystic fibrosis in Europe. Really? Oh, you guys are just wrecking them right now. I, I'm not. <laughs> I, that's just fact. I was trying to find Kyle's thing, and it was what every country was worst at. There's apparently. no rabies. There's no rabies in the UK. The whole island there. No. We rabies. could turn it into a positive and say Ireland is best at cystic fibrosis. Well, that's a hard one to spin. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, all right. So fuck Ireland. That's that. That's that for the night. <clears throat> Um, oh, oh, do you want to talk about the presidential elections? No. Do dude, I? Yeah, let's, yeah, no, all right. Come, so, no, no, no. Come on, man. No? Oh, come How on. How many times do I get the chance to come over here and talk to you guys? And I haven't talked to you in so long. Let's not talk about the presidential election. Come on. But we hate them all. We hate dude, every possible I'm sure, man. Oh, God. Uh, so much, it, it looks can, like I, can I just request a, a pass? Can wow, pass? you're really hardcore about this? We've got fun stats. We were looking up stuff and... <laughs> <laughs> dude, when's the next show? Yeah. <laughs> wow, dude. Uh, I, I don't want to talk you just, about. You just don't like politics, or you just hate talking. No, about no, no. It? I follow politics. Like, I'm not. I wouldn't say like adamantly, but I read the news every day, and yeah, I mean, it's just something I think is just completely like boring right now. So, but anyway, go ahead. Well, if you guys want to talk about, it, go ahead. I won't. Well, All right. So it looks. Proceed, proceed. Well, now I'm not so into it. Your show. So once again, it's it, there are Bushes and Clintons. Jeb Bush is talking about making a run for it. Mitt Romney's talking about coming back again on the Republican ticket. Then on the Democratic side, you have another fucking Clinton. You've got Hillary Clinton, and uh, and, and there's always a few other people have said Joe Biden and a few others. But but now it's looking like a Hillary uh, Clinton maybe Jeb Bush face off, which would be insane. And Woody looked up this little statistic. Hit him with it, Woody. 
There hasn't been a successful GOP ticket without a Bush or a Nixon on it since the 1950s. Since Whoa. the 1950s, a Nixon or a Bush was on the ticket. Or the Democrats won. Bam! That's a thing. I, I, I can even run through it. I have it here in front of me. Eisenhower won in 1960, and Nixon was his vice president. That was eight years. Nixon was president in 1968, so that was four years. And then he, I think he got reelected, but he didn't serve his second term. Yep. So then Ford did that, but he wasn't elected. Ford didn't win re-election. Carter took over. The next guy, now we go into the Bush League. Reagan took it in 1980s, served for eight years with Bush Sr. as his VP. Bush Sr., the VP, became the president. That's four more years. Then they lose for a while in the Clintons' rocket. And then Bush Jr. takes it. And he rocks eight years. It's been since 1950s. There hasn't been a successful GOP ticket without a Bush or Nixon. Disgusting. 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 Yeah. We, we sit back and laugh at royal families across the country. And right. Whether they're, whether they're we're, we're like these Saudi princes, you know, we're like princes. What? And they get a piece of the GDP. That's insane. And you know, the, the British monarchy and all that. Meanwhile, the, the, you've got the same little group of people running this country for decades. Let me ask something. Uh, what about the House and Senate control, though? Look at those stats. Oh, if you did well, that, like you'd enough. see similar patterns, I bet. Like, really disgusting stuff. It, it, it's rough. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's bad. That's right. Okay. Bad. All right, so now that we've hit politics, as exciting and fun as that was, and depressing <laughs> as well. All right, so I want to talk about the next uh, PKA trip. Thing we're gonna do. Okay. So, so there are two. I have two ideas. Um, one is that um, we could do the paintball thing. Um, I have uh, Kitty. I and Kitty have contacts with paintball people in Canada who are interested in maybe doing something. I'll email her tomorrow and find out where that's going. But that was a possible trip, where basically the the crew would go play some paintball somewhere and uh, have like a, a fan meetup as well. And then I think what we're going to do as far as videos next time is have an actual um, Crew. videographer, basically. Yeah. Like, like we'll a have guy. a guy there whose job is to be, you know, he's got eight memory cards and three batteries, and he's just shooting us, and, like, he's responsible for making stuff happen. And, and he's, you know, we, we storyboard everything out to begin with, and he edits and gets it up in a timely fashion. And, uh, and, and so we'll, that side of things will be, be better because we're kind of learning as we go with this thing. Yeah, shoot AV here a message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he tweeted me. He thought it was funny. Um, Wait, all right, what did I just miss? Who tweeted you? Aviator. Aviator, because we admitted that I was the one that shot him at paintball and pissed him off that time. Oh, okay. <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> he, was like, he was like, ha, ha, you're the one that shot me. You, you jerk, blah, blah, blah. Like, like something like funny. And He's silly. probably over it by now. The yeah, anger subsided. You're right, right. Yeah, it was two, two or three years ago. Right. So um, paintball, I would love to do, especially in Canada, because I bet it's still chilly up there. I like it cold when I play. I want it to hurt. Um, also, I am not opposed to some sort of a, and, and I've always been clear on this since, I guess I haven't always been clear on it, but I would be okay with a, uh, anything from hardcore survival to borderline camping, anywhere in between, and doing it anywhere in the world, frankly, also with a videographer, and Haster is going to come too. Damn. He's going to live uh, on the land, and uh, he's going to I was almost an Eagle Scout, man. I could do it. What?! Now, yeah. that's the kind of skills we need. <laughs> yeah, I, I would have been an Eagle Scout had I not had to, to move. What were you? Ooh. I got to Life, I believe. Life? Is that the one right before Eagle? It's either the one right before or the one or second 
to last before eagle. Yeah, what did you still need to do to to make the eagle? Scout? I had to do. I was literally about to start doing like my eagle project, like maybe within two months before I moved. So I was born and raised in East Texas. I, I lived there until I was you know 16 years old. Yeah. So and uh, I was basically uh, in the same Boy Scout troop, I guess, my whole life. You know, from Cub Scouts to Boy Scouts, and then. Boom! Got to move. Family's got to move. You're gone. I didn't know anybody where I went. I was done. I, I was, was a Boy Scout cover, too. I was Were first you? class, which is two ranks below life. It looks like it goes from first life, class to life star right life. Eagle? What's that? Was life right before Eagle? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Taylor, Taylor, were you a scout at all? I was not. I was a Cub Scout until my father started to dislike the way that some of the some of the other boys' fathers were looking at my mother. Who was a den mother or some kind, and, <laughs> and I had to stop being a Cub Scout to fix that problem. <laughs> oh, I, I was one kind of scout when I was younger. My parents made me go to this like religious camp, and they knew that like all the guys like really wanted to be Eagle Scouts because we were young and that was cool. And it's like when you heard that, it's like oh, you get to go start fires and shoot animals and you know make weapons or whatever you imagine from the outside but they and they tried to trick us because apparently they thought we were retarded and they'd be like all right you're gonna earn your solomon badge by giving this taco to a homeless guy and it's like no this is horseshit <laughs> my parents schooled me into this nonsense i'm not gonna do your good deed jesus nonsense just to just to get these meaningless tokens dude look I at this injured man let's get the good samaritan badge yeah, the so, Good Samaritan. What was the other things they wanted us to do? It was like, there was like a badge for memorizing scripture as oh, if going out into the, into the wilderness. It was like, <laughs> when oh, I walked through the valley of the shadow of death. Yes, like when I was homeschooled. I all right. When I was homeschooled, uh, it, when I, it, for seventh and eighth grade, and let's see, I'm trying to think what year that would have been. I'm I'm 28, and it's 2014, so five years, so 15 years ago. Uh, so 1998, 1999, somewhere in there, um, th there weren't as many homeschooling programs, so we had to find a Christian one. And oh. part of my homeschool, like, like you know, like learning materials was fucking scripture. And I yeah. remember, like, like I memorized one of them, and I was just like, Mom, like, let's just not do the scripture part anymore. <laughs> not even, I was like, I'm, not, I'm not doing that. I was like, let's let's let's, let's do math, and let's do let's do like literature and that's it i was like i'll watch the discovery channel watch the history channel i'll get that down math and english that's and that's all we did for two years and i was fine dude when i was a kid there was something so there was a group and it sounded like the coolest thing in the world it was saint peter's youth but they called it spy right so spy sounded Ooh. like fucking all like you were just in there like like sneaking <laughs> on people and uh we went to a camp but the camp was run by this like military guy and i shit you not like one of the things that really got me as a kid is he was able to jump off unusually tall things like like there'd be like a 14 foot wall and he had he had like some army training so he could jump off and roll in such a way that now like every parkour dude is doing it but at the time it was like whoa that's pretty high to jump off of i think i want to be a part of spy and uh we went to this like like overnight week-long camp and my entire goal in this camp was to get laid i'm like 13 or something and i didn't even get kissed but um but yeah that, that was my spy oh, experience nobody did dude like no. it, 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 i'm not judging you we never um 
We, we never really had the freedom to go out. Like, there were girls and there were boys, and anytime you mix them, you, the good stuff can happen. But, uh, like, it, we never got any freedom to, to, like, make that, make a go of it. There were girls, you know, I don't know, making eyes at, and their eyes would return. Like, one time, basically, for, like, 15 minutes, we were allowed to, like, be alone to pray. And uh, <laughs> and I couldn't make anything happen. <laughs> so. uh, that, that, that guy jumping off of the tall buildings reminded me of another thing that I had to deal with. Like, because that was clearly his attempt to be like, look how hardcore this is. And like jumping off and it's like, wow, I'm going to be like that too if I memorize first Ecclesiastes. <laughs> like, I had to go to some shit where like the whole first like 45 minutes, like my mom been telling me like, oh, it's like there's the strongman competition. It was yes. just like that Workaholics episode. Yes. And I went and it was just these people like bending huge bars and like heaving giant stones to each other. And like as a little kid, you're pumped. You're like, oh my God, this is so tight. This is so tight. And, of course, there's, like, a cross and an organ in the background. And then, like, the big guy will walk up and tear the phone book. He's like, all right, now we're getting to the important stuff. I want you all to open your Bibles to Mark 23. And it's like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> We've been hoodwinked. Like, <laughs> they tricked us into Scripture. I'm like, oh, it was awful. Such a letdown. You guys ready to get pumped? Yeah! There was no finale. You guys ready to get crazy? Yeah! yeah. We'll crack those Bibles to Psalms! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <No>! <laughs> That's just what it was like. Your, your little kid mind and I've heart is just it. racing with excitement, and then it's over. Yeah. Stolen get, from you. Dude, after that night, I kept one of the bricks they broke. They signed the brick and gave it to me, and I kept it in my closet for like You went to one of those two? years. Yeah, for like four years, I kept the brick. And I don't know what I was thinking. Like, like yeah, this will be worth something someday. It's, uh, it's, it's Jimmy the Brick Breaker, Martin. Yeah. He hit it. Like, yeah. what the fuck? They came in there. They broke baseball bats. They broke. Uh, they bent iron rebar. They they smashed bricks. They tore phone books in half. Oh, they blew like, a hot water bottle up till it exploded? Yeah, like yeah. Like, yeah. I think they had to set routine to trick children. Now, it was like, since it's all setting up right here, they just studied what we paid attention to and then turned it into Jesus at the last second. <laughs> That's funny. It was, so, it was so back, to, back to the trip, so you wanted to take a survival. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping us on track? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so I, I, don't know, I don't know if I'd really um, agree to it just yet, but it just depends when and where. It can't be in the winter because I hate cold weather now. But, but yeah, like... I'm used to it, man. I can do this, Kyle. So I, I don't know if it, I'm going to be entertaining, though, man. If you're trying to no, like, I, make this an entertainment, you well, think? I think the scenario. So, so here's the scenario I'm, I'm imagining, and and if it's the paintball thing, you're you're welcome to come along on something like that too. I like that one oh. more even because it includes fans. Yes, well, I, I'll I, tell you one thing. I won't I won't bitch out like Jordy did. Oh, shots fired. <laughs> no offense, Jordy, but I, I just won't do it. Oh, you I'm can't gonna, say no I, offense. That's like the I, no homo oh. background. Like, I'll tell <laughs> yeah, you what. I, I will lick half your penises, not the other half. No homo. Oh man. <laughs> we could do two trips potentially, but it um, but 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 I think I think the paintball one would be the the best one to incorporate like the fans and you know everybody would get to meet us. Everybody would get to like literally hang out with us for the day. And paintball is like a fun community kind of thing as well. Uh, the survival thing, I think, would be more like, I don't know, I just think it'd be cool to do. I, I think it would be as much fun for us to do as it would be for viewers to watch. And, like, my idea for it is, you know, out in the woods somewhere with basic stuff and, like, killing animals and eating them and building a shelter and kind of chilling out for a few days. And I think that would be fun, too. But the paintball one would be more fun, and we'd probably get paid. 
so I'm leaning that way. <laughs> yeah, see, the thing is, I'd, I'd probably be more down for the survival thing than the paintball thing, just because scared. I don't want to sound like a, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> right. like a douche. No, it's just, I'm, I, I, to find the time to go do something, like, right now, I just can't just make break to go to do some paintballing, you know? I mean, I'll, I'll obviously love to hang out with you guys, but I think the survival thing is something I could attach myself to, because... I don't know. I, I, I want to do that at some point. I want to go out there exactly. and you know, just be That's a man, I, you know? And uh, I miss that did stuff, Did you say man. be a man? Be a man, dude. Like, go back to, like, being a man, you know, just relying on uh, your wits, man, you know? And, but I went camping once a month for, like, nine straight years of my life or, like, eight straight years of my life, I think. Maybe, maybe, yeah, seven or eight years. So I would take a camping trip once a month. It didn't matter the season. Well, did you bring food? Probably, probably 11 months out of the year. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like you know, Boy Scout related, right? Okay. Um, but I did, I did learn. I will say this: I think the Boy Scouts uh, organization, I think it's awesome. You know, as long as like you know, you're in a in a solid area that have good people there to teach you, and I think I think it was like invaluable to me, man. Like it's priceless the, the amount of stuff I learned through that. Um, like just even basic survival stuff. Like I still remember, like if you if you don't have water in an arid climate. For example, right? I I still remember this trick. You dig a hole and you take a piece of cloth like your shirt and you cover the hole with the shirt and you put a cup or some kind of container at the bottom of the hole, like three feet deep. And the moisture you're creating moisture and condensation in the shirt, and you can squeeze it out, make water, you know, overnight, right? So like with the weather change, like dude, little things like that. If there's ever a zombie apocalypse, I'm good to go, man. Like I got I got at least a little bit more skill. So, um, but yeah, I'm I'm down for some survival. All right, well, we'll definitely tap you uh, if we make that survival trip thing happen. Our, our biggest holdup right now is Woody just bought, like, a, gi- a gigantic fucking mansion. Like, <laughs> an estate. An estate. Like, we were looking at it a minute ago. Taylor, you saw that room. that He was like, this is, like, the nicest room in the house, and we're looking to do this and that. That room's astounding, right? Like, that it, looks is, like it is a beautiful room. Like, if, if, you, if you saw it in a magazine and someone was like, yeah, this is President Obama's summer home, you'd be like, oh, cool, that's a nice house Obama has, yeah, right? you wouldn't second guess it. You'd be like, or if someone said, like, this is where, you know, uh, <laughs> oh, fucking Ashton Kutcher stays in November, you'd be like, sure. wow, of course he does, yeah. that guy. Like, this is Woody's yeah. place. Yeah, it's, but it's Woody's place. So he's been getting <laughs> that getting that thing all together. Um, and as soon as he's, like, because he's, he's running to a lot of difficulties getting his internet thing done. It's, it's, it's a long story. But anyway, when all that's done, he, his time's going to be freed up, and I'm about to free up some time myself. So I, I really want to do both those trips, if possible. Definitely the paintball thing. And I, I'd love to get a survival trip done where there's, like, an hour, like hours worth of video. Like, we were talking to, what's Wings Videographers? What's that guy's name? Patrick. Patrick. So Patrick had contacted us about doing that for us, and I think we were kind of, we're kind of leaning toward him as far as candidates to do that sort of thing, and I think he'd do a pretty good job. So if yeah, we get yeah. around to doing that, I think that having him out there in the woods with us it would make for some good videos. But uh, the paintball thing is definitely the one that one I One of the things Patrick did is he, he brought, like, a schedule. <clears throat> He's like, here's what I do, you know. We do this sort of, like, pre-trip vlog and this, and then as you eat dinner, as you prepare food, you know, we'd get this footage, and as you did that, and it was like, wow, I would love to have, one, the amount of content and the quality content and the thought that he put into, like, the sequence, and, you know, it, he clearly listened to some of the feedback, and it was, he just, it, he would make it great. He'd be worth it. Yeah, I agree. You take guns? Um, yes. Yeah, we we took guns last time. Um, I think this time I've got a, 
before then I didn't have a lot of silencers, but like uh, since then I've gotten a bunch of fucking silencers. So I think this time, whatever we do, I think we should do it in Georgia. If, I, if we do a survival trip, Georgia is the place to do it because it's close to me, and I got all these crazy guns, and I got silencers for them, and you can hunt with silencers in Georgia now. So we Whoa. could we could do like you know, it, I just think that would be a, really fun. I got a it's hunter's so license. Fun. I don't know. Does that help in Georgia? Can you get? Does that is that relevant at all? Or would I just be what? under your umbrella of hunting license? How does that? You work? got your you got your hunter safety uh, thing. So now you can get a, get a, a, a right. license in Georgia. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's cool. I got a lifetime one. <laughs> it, was, it came with a card, so it says. <laughs> On the card, you're like they like you can pick any license number you want, and you know here you can put any text. So I made my license number 007, and it says "License to Kill or Be Killed." This <laughs> is fucking awesome. <laughs> Pretty awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. they, they have bears in Georgia. In North Georgia, there's some black bears, I think, or or maybe or maybe they're brown bears. I, I've never seen a bear in the wild. Um, uh, so be yeah, black I, bears I, in the south like that, right? Yeah, so. I think it. Is. I think it is black bears. I don't know anything about about them. I you know I know like basic bear shit. I've watched enough Discovery Channel to know what no bear shit. But like, I've never seen a bear. I wouldn't want to shoot one if I saw one. Honestly, uh, the kinds of things that I wanted to shoot for this thing to survive on were like rabbits and squirrel and uh, maybe some turtles. Birds. I'm not saying let's go out to the woods and murder bears. I'm not, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, we can if you want to. Like, you say the word. That's If that's a breaking point for you, if yeah. you're like, man, look, <laughs> no. bear murder, there's either going to be bear murder or I'm not fucking coming, bro. Like, <laughs> and it's not murdering if you're using all the parts. If you eat the bear and then fashion a quilt of some sort for the wild. <laughs> what if you made, that's... like, a whole thing? Remember that movie we watched, The Edge? Yeah. With, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, what mm-hmm. if you went ahead went ahead and, like, constructed a whole bear costume, like, like, like the, the bear clothes and with the, you know, the claws on your chest on the necklace? That'd be cool. Yeah. That would be cool. I mean, this, topic. this was my train of thought. This was my train of thought. It was like, okay, we'll go do some survival stuff. Are we going to have guns? Because if we don't have guns and they're bears, that's not good, you know? You, you always want to have a gun if you're going out into the, into the wilderness. That's so why although, we although have more guns out, than people. That's yeah. how we roll. Yeah, yeah, okay, good. <laughs> right. so we, we're taking our guns. It's, it's usually yeah. kind of silly. Like, like, like I'm, I'm often the ones... One when when we do things like this, it doesn't even bring a gun because I know everybody else is gonna be like overgunned. So <laughs> like 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 Wings was bringing a gun to the survival thing. Like mm-hmm. I don't think I brought a gun. Uh, Woody brought a 22 uh, rifle and a uh, a 357 handgun. And we left and, the shotgun in the truck. And we left the shotgun in the truck. But I think Wings was probably gonna come strapped too. Like oh yeah, we were gonna be we were gonna be out there, no food, very little water, <laughs> just like. You know, if Al-Qaeda came out here, we just massacre them. <laughs> they ain't ready for this shit. Uh, dude, I want to watch this video with, with um, Hastro here. Are you guys ready? Uh, yeah, um, let me, uh, I am. Let me uh, queue up. Tell me when you're uh, queued up at zero and let me set the stage. So... Um, there, there's two gamers here. They play, they're competitive gamers and they play... Um, uh, Street Fighter, I think, and one guy is kind of big and muscular, and he's calling out a uh, uh, the, the, <laughs> the smaller guy. Are you familiar with this, Astro? No, no, I'm not. Uh, so, um, so he's calling him out and like challenging him on Twitter and such, and and they uh, they kind of dr- basically. I don't know if this thing tells everything, but they played online, and the bigger, stronger guy, the black guy, just to clarify, I'm trying not to say that. He won like to five, but then they just kept playing and he lost like 20 to six or something. But uh, 
now this is it for real. This is the big challenge. They meet each other in competition. It's go time. And uh, this guy, the, the bigger, stronger guy, is being a bully about it. He's the one who brought on the challenge, who called the other guy out, called him names, said he looked like he had cancer or something, never got outside. <laughs> You'll oh, see. The, the white guy is not as handsome as the black guy. Uh, you guys ready to hit play? Let's yeah. do it. Uh -huh. Ready, set, play. Show me as low tier God. Look at that fucking loser. That's how I know you as. I am. Now oh, I'm uncomfortable watching tell, these. Tell people. us a little bit about what the hell is going on here, man. First off, this I played this has been online with his dad jeans. Played him online. We did a. He played my two-week-old Rolento. The original score was five four five three and then he wanted to keep playing it was a set an original set is five first of five right that's what sets are correct he wanted to keep playing i said fuck it you know what i'm going to keep playing this dude's blanca okay the final score 20 to 6 but it was a troll session original score five three so i went on twitter called this guy out called him a has-been called him a rape face charles manson anything you could think of rape this face dude looks like a fucking rape zombie face. out of the walking dead. then he comes here dressed like he got his outfit out of fucking target so as simple as that, I made a video. The first guy th I could think of on why gamers were single was Viscount. <laughs> this dude looks like he lives in his basement. He looks like he never gets sun. He just finished putting chapstick on. <laughs> so after that, he goes on Twitter. That just he made it so much better. You don't know. You don't know me. As simple as that. You could call me a bitch online all you want, but in real life, this isn't a fucking game. As simple as that. You say, say it to my face right now. Oh, wow. Look at him. All right, all right. All right, all right, all right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm no, getting a little... Into our... And that's it. That's and it. that's it. Oh! And Jay is popping off. Oh! He is popping off right now. I got one more thing to say. I got one more thing to say. Oh, no. So, there's going to come a point when you forget about what happened. And you're going to want to come back at me. And you're gonna wanna wash the taste of my dick out of your mouth. Oh That was actually fucking awesome to watch. But yeah, I don't think that, that was really Oh, that was cringy, <laughs> but satisfying. Oh, yeah. it was beautiful. It was beautiful. I, I love, love it. it. So, so apparently the white guy like volunteers all his time at a soup kitchen and can't like get a tan or something. But that like that's his real life. He spends his time like, I guess, playing games, helping the homeless and going to school or something. And the black guy's like, you can't get a girlfriend. Uh, yeah. The fact that he was getting berated like that. And then it pans over to him, and he's just standing there with his big oversized cargo shorts with the oversized shirt tucked in. It, it was bloused, not tucked in, now bloused out. And it's just him. Sorry, I didn't cut you off, but that is, that's my exact... The dry air. I can't no, stand talk said, with my lips like, crack. When he said uh, the dude got his like outfit from Target, I'm like thinking, I'm like, what could that look like? <laughs> he's, like he's off camera. He's off camera. Like, you know, no, like, I... I I rarely buy clothes at Target, but maybe I have in the past, like once or twice. Really, never would wear an outfit out. But you know, who who cares, man? But when the camera pans to him, I'm like, yeah, he's got it right. That <laughs> yeah. kind of looks like. You know, also, when the camera pans to him, you knew immediately that he was gonna win. 
Just like, just like if you'd pan to the black guy after the white guy was talking trash, if it was a pre-fight video, you'd be like, yeah, that guy's going to eat him alive. Because it was a gaming video. You see that guy, and you're like, that guy doesn't... That, the thought of what other people perceive him like when he leaves the house, not even there. Not even there. He doesn't care. This guy's going to win. That's fucking x cal on the other side of the room. While you're lifting weights, he's fucking getting XP, bitch. Yeah. So, so let me say this, because we, you know, I'm, I guess... You know, we're representing some esports here. Um, like, I don't think that like personifies esports whatsoever. Like, I'm gonna post a video here for you guys to watch, and maybe we don't have to watch the whole thing. But, you know, I think we. This is like what I think. If if somebody had to ask me what I think esports is about, I would link them this video. I was um, so hoping it was going to be you and Parasite arguing. No, dude. No, 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 no. <laughs> no this is actually like what I feel like is the positive side of esports. So I don't know if you guys want to watch it, but. Uh, um, we'll check it out. Are you ready to hit? You don't play? have to watch the whole thing. Let's let's maybe watch two minutes of it. All right, ready, yeah. set, play. Yeah, but this is the positive side. There's always got to be, you know, positive But I like side. the sad side. I want to see the guy who's like, this is the end of his life now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With a big envy tattoo. But the real side of it, <laughs> oh, man, no. it's really, you know, people work, a lot of these, like, top professional teams are very mature, very good representatives, and they work really hard. Like, they train very, very hard to be the best at what they do. I'm and, still waiting for Scumpy yeah. to stand up and tell everyone that you all suck. I'm the best this game's ever seen. It's easy for me. This is like pub stomping. Did he do that? Did someone do that? I, I probably have the quote off, but it's something like that. Like, I think I Scumpy earned... What, what's that? I don't think Call of Duty is in this video whatsoever. I mean, oh. the real big side of esports has always been the PC kind of gaming side of, you know, StarCraft, Counter-Strike, League of Legends, Dota. Like, that's really the bigger side of esports. I think a lot of people in that Call of Duty community are really blind to that, like... They don't understand that Call of Duty is relatively kind of new as a burgeoning esport. Like yeah, big, intellectually, big I, like I fully know that, but it like it's almost hard for me to see. Like, all right, I get it, I get it. You know, like League of Legends is clear, right? When it does a thing, that thing enters my you know sphere of of not influence, whatever the opposite of is that of you know of notice. But. Um, it's I, I don't know why it just feels like COD is as big as those things, even though it's not pulling the same numbers or such. And I hear about it; people are talking about it. I, I guess I'm just embedded in what people. Yeah, are I mean, so yeah, this video, although maybe not entertaining, like I guess you know, can't get a good laugh out of it, and make fun of some nerds. I mean, at the end of the day, like there are some people who are like you know, serious serious people. So it's serious business, and they take it like a sport and. They're just normal people. Some of them look like supermodels. Some of them look like ultra nerds. You know, it's like that's what just, that's what gamers really look like. Like the the optic team in particular. A lot of those guys are super into fitness. It seems like if you lived yeah. at the optic house, you'd suddenly get like big pecs or something. Like the just being part of the deal. They're all going to the gym together and doing their thing. Then big timer challenge people to push up contests or something. Like I saw that online. 
Oh, I don't know. 1v1. He was crushing people. It's Dude, if Big Timer challenged me to a push-up contest, I would just try not to embarrass myself. I don't know. Talk my way yeah, out I mean, of it. There's some. There was, there's like this Gears of War pro. His name was like High Distortion. Let me tell this story really quick. All right. So so High Distortion is like this. The Gears of War community is kind of known to be a little rough, right? Like okay. you know, it's a little rough. It's a little bit rougher of a community. And um, High Distortion, dude. This guy is massive. So I, I went, at some event, I think it was like MLG Dallas. I was in the crowd, and like some girl is like talking smack to a player who's on the main stage playing, and he starts calling her names from the main stage, and so, like, uh, this guy, High Distortion, is just cock diesel. This guy is massive, man. Like, he's scary big. Uh, I'll see if I can find um, a picture of him. But he, uh, you know, starts getting in, defending her and whatever, and this fight, like, pours out outside after the match is done, right? And High Distortion rips a sign out of the parking lot concrete. Like, rips, like, a road sign out and starts swinging it at this guy, like the Incredible Hulk. And it was like it was literally like one of the craziest things that ever happened. It was probably crazy. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen in an event. He never made contact with the guy, and so like never really fully assaulted him. So everything was all right. But the fact, <laughs> the fact that this guy would rip out like um, you know a road sign, start swinging at somebody, just let me know. Like all right, you know, that's a pretty diverse crowd right here. <laughs> so someone golden kick from the stage, and he tore something out of the ground and swung it at the guy. That is next level white knighting. Next level. I'd love to see that in a video, like like set to music, like the one we just watched. Like the music that doesn't match. No, and they need to splice it into the same video where they're saying like, "This is sports," and it shows like the people yelling about Starcraft, and it's like, "This is sports." A guy swinging a stop sign at some other dude with a pocket protector on. I have him on Skype, man. I was just trying to find this picture of him, and it's like. Yeah, no, that's really I mean, funny. He's a big that's dude. Great. All you need to know is he's a big, huge dude that you would not want to mess with. But yeah, <laughs> so like, yeah, you have like some guys who are like 16 year old, like completely nerdy looking guys in esports, you know, little chubby guys or something. And then you got, you know, guys like I said, look like supermodels, and you got another guy who's just like some crazy, looks like a UFC fighter that would crush <laughs> the heavyweight division. You know, and it's like I think that's what's cool about esports, man, is that you have people that are from every like walk of life, and um. Yeah, it's just competition. They can do you can do it from home, so you get that. Like you can, you can start somewhere. Where it is cool. It's it's got yeah. the biggest range of who could participate of any event like that. Right. Yeah, like there's, there's no other competition, really anywhere, where you know tiny little girl, five two Korean girl can face off against a guy like whatever Total Destruction or whatever he said his name was. Yeah. Like there's nothing they could do. Let me be chess, but Ping pong. not very exciting. I <laughs> yeah. was loving that ice cream, man. I can just tell right now. It's so fucking good. <laughs> well, you got ice cream? Let's see what you oh. got. You just got delivered or what? Yeah, I just got a, I got, I got a, uh, I got a frosty here. Just a chocolate frosty. Did so. Simple Kev deliver it for you? Yeah. Simple Kev. I think that should stick. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nice, Kyle. Congratulations. Yeah, Let me get him a shirt. Maybe we'll get him a shirt that says that Simple Kev. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you should. I want my own semi-functional person to perform favors. Dude, they're ten dollars an hour. Can you believe that? That's. He'll do anything. You, know, <laughs> you get point and tell him to do it, and he's just like, he just does and does it. It's great. So, do you guys How do you find about, these people? Did you ever hear about the uh, founder of Twitch, Justin TV? What he did is a second side business that like he started up. He funded. It was called yeah. I Am Exec. I don't know if it ever was really successful, but I'm pretty sure it's still operating. But it was this website, kind of like 
Craigslist, I guess, but you could go into any city if they had like the service, and people like build a profile, and you can hire them to do like basically any job you want them to do for twenty five dollars an hour. So it's like, you know, people who are looking for work. If you need like, I don't know, what would you need something? Garage door that, installation. Ice well, cream. I don't know if it'd be that technical, but like ice cream I, delivery. Like, yeah, yeah, ice cream delivery. Exactly. Boom. You can go on there and say and put in some instruction. The person you pay them the twenty five dollars an hour through the website. You give them a rating. They give you a rating. Boom. Done. So you get whatever you need done. Like you need something hauled away or like you know whatever you need. It's and I thought it was a pretty genius idea because for people like Kyle who can't go out to Wendy's in a spare you know spare moment here when you. We're years on podcasts. Dude, genius, right? I thought it was a good buy business. Himself a thirty-two dollar frosty. You know why not? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're wasted. Maybe you're wasted, and you want fucking Taco Bell, and you know yeah. you can't drive. There you go. Boom. Saves life. You, know, you, you got, see, you got like, a couple of friends there. You're just like, hey, let's all chip in an extra five bucks a piece, and we'll get fucking slow cab to bring us some Taco Bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a really good idea for drunk people. You know, because you're getting, they're not going to be thinking about the extra money like, ah, oh, fuck it, we just need more beer. Like, <laughs> they just, <laughs> like, have you seen Jim Jeffries' TV show? How yes, is it? I have. No. It's pretty fucking good. I saw the first season is on Netflix, uh, but I'm going to have to buy the uh, the other seasons somewhere uh, to watch them. On on uh, Amazon, they're like $3 or maybe $4 an episode, and I'm not paying that. I'm sorry, Jim. That, yeah, that's uh, not worth it. It's a good. It got sadder than I thought it would. Really, after season one. Maybe I'm thinking of a different. Oh, I'm I'm thinking of Mark Maron's show on Netflix, but I have seen oh, Jim Jeffries like too. Mark Maron's. You don't like kinda, Mark Maron? Uh, I can't. He he's kind of depressing. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking of. It's really kind of sad. Jim Jeffries, you know, you've got the guy in there with MS, but they make a joke out of it. Like, there's this scene where it is. I think it's MS that his friend has. Mm-hmm. And basically, his friend is online, like, dating, like, and he's chatting with this woman over Skype or something, and she doesn't know that he's in a wheelchair and that he can't move his arms. So, like, she's, like, taking her shirt off and showing him, like, her boobs and stuff, and she wants to see his dick. So Jim Jeffries is there, like, helping him with all this. <clears throat> so he, like, unbuckles the guy's pants and flips his dick out so she can see it. And he's got a huge dick. He's got, like, a 10-inch dick in the show. And she's like, whoa, wow. And she, she's like, will you stroke it for me? And, and he's like looking at Jim like, come on, man. Come on, you got to make this happen. And Jim's just like, ah. He's like, <laughs> and, that's, and that's when like his brother and, and, and his brother's date and the guy's mom all walk in the room at the same time. And he's like giving the, giving the guy a hand job on video cam while this woman watches. And she, everybody's screaming. It's a pretty good show. Um, you really do sell it. I, this is the. the I mean, I, I also uh, am into gay porn, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think I would like this. It's pretty fucking good. Um, they they take the guy out to get laid for the first time. They take him to a hooker. That whole thing is just hilarious. Uh, a lot of good stuff in this show. Uh, I, I want to see the second season. I think there may be may even be a, a third season. It was funny, but they did really walk the razor's edge between completely homosexual and funny. Quite a bit. <laughs> on that show. Wait, so what is that air on? Is it an online it's show? It's called, um, what's it called? Uh, legit. It's yeah, called legit. legit. Is it's it on a, Netflix? It's on, network, it's on network television, though, is it? Yeah, yeah. It is? It's like yeah. on FX, right? I think it's on FX. Man, that sounds wild. I'm looking that up right now. 
Yeah, it's good though. I like this new trend of like comedians getting shows, like doing Wait, their own thing. This is a new trend. Yeah. No, I mean like. It's Cosby. I'm sorry. These guys who like are only known from like podcasts and shit that aren't like huge headliners. Oh yeah. Like Mark Maron isn't a huge headliner. Jim Jeffries, I guess he is. Like not as big in the U.S. as other places. But it seems like people are getting more of a shot with the Netflix to get started, even if they're not like a Bill Cosby or a Bob Saget. I totally don't even know who's big and small anymore. Like, I mostly watch Netflix. I've been watching Californication. So I'm, like, way behind. Like, I... I, I Netflix should do news. I would really like to be watching four-year-old <laughs> news right now. Like, you know, oh, my God. Romney lost? <laughs> you know, it just, like, rolls in now. It, that, that would be great. <laughs> Netflix will get into something like that eventually. They're just getting so big they have to, right? They should Maybe strike a deal with the sports or... league because I feel like that's one of the biggest challenges to um, like to, to doing the whole cord cutting thing. Like be, sports and news are the thing that you want live. If if they were to suddenly land like some NFL games, people would be like, "All right, I'm done with you know Time Warner. I'm all about Netflix." Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think this is a good time to uh, to mention Crunchyroll again, and I think it would also be a good time to us to figure out Why when we we're going to get Netflix? together. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Peace. you know the cord cutters. They just you know they drop Time Warner and they go to Crunchyroll so they can watch only anime. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So Crunchyroll.com/pka. That is your one-way ticket to one month of free service from Crunchyroll, uh, the number one destination for all of your anime needs. They've got a, a few shows this month that are, that they are calling their featured shows that they want you guys to know about. Uh, Con Kali with a K, apparently. The Testament of Sister New Devil. Cute Higher Defense Club Love. Military. And Saikano. How to Raise a Boring Girlfriend. So, for all of your uh, anime needs, go check them out. And we are going to do another stream. Um, it's going to have to be sometime after Monday, though. Uh, because i gotta, I got to film Monday and i got to prep in the next couple days. But I think we should definitely get together. We should do another stream and... Uh, finish watching um, Attack on Titan. Get that out of the way. I've been yeah, offline like for a bit. Have you uploaded lately? Me? I uploaded an M60 video like maybe 10 days ago. It's time for me to upload it again. We're just trying to do some last minute edits to that. You know what happened. There was that. that there was one segment to that it video. It was that, amazing. <clears throat> so so I, I did a, a body armor video and um, it's filmed and everything, and I like for my videos to have like a flow to them. There's three or four segments, and they kind of tie into one another. It's kind of progressing, or you know, it's it's escalating, if you will, sometimes. And we got kind of toward the end where I wanted uh, like a nice segue or a finale shot, and I did something really crazy. That, well, when you watch it on film, it looks like I'm doing something really dumb, and there was uh, a tree got cut down by. Um, a projectile and it fell and it it was just really dangerous what I did on camera and my Kyle network totally didn't survived. Want me to, <clears throat> I survived, yeah, I'm I'm fine, but it looked really dangerous and my network didn't want me to upload it and uh, Kitty didn't think it was a good idea to upload it, so we're we're cutting that for for now, saving it to till like later on when it's okay to upload it, I suppose. Like when I just don't give a fuck. And uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'm going to uh, and I'm gonna reshoot some stuff Monday to like intersplice in there. And, and and so instead of that thing that you saw, Woody, I'm gonna put in like just some heavy machine gun fire against the armored plate and you know, some, some incendiary ammunition. Miss some fire, some little explosion, something like that. Since you talked about the tree, dude, as great as the visuals were on that, the audio, like, 
I hope I'm not saying too much here, but essentially he missed a target. And uh, then you think nothing happened. And then it's like this, like, as the tree falls. And oh, my God. It was a big tree. The tree was like this big. And it, it shot. I shot it right in two. And I can't really talk about why it was so dangerous what I did. But I did it in a really unconventional way. You'll see it eventually. It's just... And, and and they showed me a recut of it, like like an editor like tried to go in and make it look safe. But I was like, well, now it just looks fake. Now it looks like we just faked this thing. Like like you can't do that. It's got to be all or nothing. So, eventually people will see it, but not for the not anytime soon. But what so, I was kidding at is we can do that stream uh, sometime after Monday, sometime in the middle of next week, and maybe earlier in the day, maybe like four or five p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'd be happy to do that. So okay, we could think about uh, Attack on Titan. I'm sure Chiz would uh, like to hop on there. I know he likes it too. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and maybe move on to one of these other weirder Yeah, uh, just shows. by title, that How to Raise a Boring Girlfriend thing really attracts me. But I bet we have <laughs> listeners out there who could help us pick one, you know, based on more than a title. Yeah, probably so. So let me let me let me chime in one one, one more time here. So this is how long like I haven't talked to you guys, mm. and so uh, or like actually like you know just just said hello and chatted. Kyle, so so now it's like cool to like talk about what you know your videos and stuff on PK yeah. and everything's up. Because back in the day, it would be like people would roll up to us and we're at an event and you would have to like you know, <laughs> know the character. You, know? you remember the <laughs> night you couldn't talk about like I remember we were out like. I don't know, going out to some party, like industry party, you know? And like, remember those guys that like pop, it's like these big rapper dudes or something that pop out of this big suburban? And they were like, <laughs> you, remember, you remember, you know what I'm talking about? Like, dude has like a towel over his shoulder and he's like, oh shit. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, like, they were apparently like somebody and like, you know, people normally take pictures of them. I don't know who they were, but like, <laughs> I don't either. Some, some big rappers or something. And like, you know, we didn't know who they were, but they knew who you were, and, like, they were wanting to take pictures with you, and, like, you just had to, like, kind of go into character, and then you were just eventually like, all right, fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, I remember, like, I remember we were, maybe it was, like, after Cod XP or something, but we were at that, that, that bar, that hotel bar in L.A., and, like, that fan had sat down next to me and was just kept buying me vodkas, and, like, I, I was keeping the accent up forever with that guy, and he was, like, he was older, he was oh. in his... I remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I went over. It went on forever. That was. I drank so much that night. It seemed. I think that. Yeah, yeah. So I, uh, we, the bar closed, and we couldn't get any more alcohol. And uh, my room was. Machina was paying for my room. We <laughs> took all and, the uh, bottles. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I was, I was like, Foyz, what are we gonna do, man? We're all out of booze. He's. I was like. We could clear out my mini bar, but that's on Machinima's dime, and that shit's eight dollars a bottle. And he's like. <laughs> Fuck it! <laughs> and so me and Chiz sneak up to the room, get all my little mini bottles out, and, you know, all the, get we get those like nine dollar bottles of Heineken, we get the eight dollar little mini shots of Maker's Mark, everything. We're just jingle jangling back down to the party below, like instant bar, and we just keep drinking outside the fucking hotel. That was an interesting night. Good times, man. But yeah, like yeah. so now, so now like cats out of the bag, cool. With, yeah. On, on the podcast, it's like, oh, dude, and that and. I'm sure you guys have already talked about this plenty of times, but the funniest thing about it was is that people in your comments, like, somebody would try to, like, break the news, you know? Like, <laughs> hey, he's from fucking Georgia, not the country, the state. And he oh, it's the best. Perfect yeah. American English, and people would be like, nah, uh, nah. <laughs> 
just like deny it, you know, and just yeah. <laughs> it would be like these I don't know why people. Videos. I don't know why people still try to like uh, explain that to everyone. First of all, you're never gonna explain it to everyone. Second of all, why do you care? Like there's millions of those fans, millions of them, and and you'll never educate them all. The yep. a huge majority of them don't even read the YouTube comments. Only like two or three percent of you write in the comments, and only like another ten percent of you read them. So like 80, 90 percent of the total volume of those 600, 700 million views I got. They don't fucking know, and they don't fucking care. They think I'm a Russian commando, so let them. It's more fun that way. Don't and it's do, funnier don't... when people in the comment section are saying, like, Nuh-uh, he's from Georgia. He's not really Russian. And then the people who respond to that, who are just... It's almost like you're telling them Santa isn't real. They're just adamant, adamant that you're from yeah. Russia. Like, no, no, my dad, my uncle, actually, he knows the chief of where he served. So don't <laughs> tell me that. No, like, that's some nonsense. Yeah, that's, I, I love that stuff. I think it's hilarious. Um, the the best was, <clears throat> I met this um this kid at like, Vi- what was it called? VidCon. VidCon, yeah, in LA, and uh, he was like maybe twelve years old, and he was like, oh, he's like a huge fan, and I, I was doing, I was talking to him and everything, and his mom's with him, and she starts speaking in Russian, and I'm like, I'm not Russian. It's it's kind of, I'm kind of an actor. It's it's like a character that I portray on the internet. And she was so upset. <laughs> she was so unhappy. Oh! Oh! <laughs> like, like, you bring shame to my country. Like, like she was full-fledged not happy that I was not Russian because she had been fooled <laughs> and she was a Russian and she was trying to speak Russian to me. Oh, man. And uh, it, it, was, it was hilarious. Man, that's validation of how good you are. That's right happened there. so sure. many times. Like, like I'll get people that make that'll be like, ah, it's not a good accent. But then I'll also get people that'll be like, well, you're pretty, your accent is pretty good, you know. I think maybe you're from southern country. I don't know. I think it was, I thought it was relaxing. And I'm like, yeah, I know exactly. Like, like, yeah. so it's, it's it's always fun to run into people who. It's a little scary too. The the, the Russians who who like think I'm a comrade because those people are a little intense. Like I've had Russian friends before. That that's that's mm. where I practice the accent. They're, they're great guys. Can I tell their story? Yeah, yeah, let's well, hear it. I, yeah. I, had, I had a recent run-in with uh, some real Russians, man. Um, so, like, we went to Gfinity in the summer to play a, you know, big Call of Duty tournament. It was, like, the second biggest tournament last year. And we won it. And I told the guys, like, before we left to motivate, like, our team, I'm like, listen, we had, we had to be in Germany for another event at Gamescom, like, a week later. And we're in London. So I'm like, fuck it. I was like, I'll buy you guys tickets to Barcelona and Rome. We'll go hang out after Gfinity, and then we'll go to Germany and do our thing in Germany instead of coming back to the States and then flying back out. And so we were gonna, we took a little vacation, a little trip to Barcelona and Rome. Anyway, so we won the tournament, and I also told them if we won the tournament that I would pop some bottles in, in the club for them in Barcelona. So we go out to Barcelona, at nicest club in Barcelona, and uh, I get them a table, you know, swanky place, but it's a big dance club, right? Big party scene. So uh, they have like six or seven tables in this place, and it's really like high end. So I pay a lot of money to get a table. Next to us are some Australians. Um, we had a bunch of drugs, and on the other side were these Russian guys, and they had these two Lithuanian chicks that just danced. That's their job. I think they, they didn't really like hang out with them at all. They just danced. But anyway, so I walk up to this guy, and apparently he's a uh, politician in Russia. So the first thing he does is to slap me on the back, because we're already kind of like, you know, a little tipsy at this point. We've been drinking all night, and I finally, you know, said hello to him. He pours out, maybe this is the thing Russians do, but 
you know, he wants to show that he has a lot of money, so he pours out all this vodka and all these big shot glasses and then just dumps them on the ground and then pours some more and gives me a shot. Like, you know, <laughs> like, hey, fuck it. You know, like $500 bottle of vodka, I don't give a shit. Dump it on the ground. And so he kept doing that, you know, mm-hmm. until, until this thing was gone. And, dude, I didn't. I thought, like, you know, like the myths about Russians drinking a lot of vodka, I'm like, all right, you know, it's like kind of like one of those stereotypes. But this dude literally would not stop pouring shots of vodka until the bottle was gone. And you know, shots and straight vodka. Yeah. Then he gets another one and pours a pint glass of vodka and gives it to me. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm not, I'm not kidding. It's like a full pint glass, and I'm just like, you know, what do you do with it? You know, like I felt, I, felt, I, was, I was a little scared, you know, a little intimidated, to be quite honest, just because like I feel like. What know, did you do? I feel. I drank it. I didn't drink well, the whole thing, but I, I, I started drinking a whole pint glass. I basically like made my way outside to smoke a cigarette and like totally like avoided going back man because i was so drunk at that point. <laughs> and um did you yeah, finish man. the pint no 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 no. i said it somewhere and just like walked so, off that would so have been hero what? status if you finished a bunch of shots and then a yeah, full pint of vodka it's probably like a hundred dollars worth of vodka in this pint glass you know it's like wow. yeah. away, man. the most i've ever drank like poured it back like that um I was in L.A., and Epic Mealtime was out there filming something with the Nerdist. They were doing this whole Star Wars-like uh, thing with a Tauntaun and lightsabers and special effects. And, uh, and, they, and they, they were going to go to a grocery store, and they needed a Han Solo so, because it was a Star Wars episode. So they dressed me up like Han Solo, and we all went to the grocery store. And, um, and, and Harley's dressed as like a, a, Jedi, a Jedi, and like everybody's dressed up. Um, Muscles Glasses was Boba Fett. It was pretty hilarious. And um, there was one part of the video where, like, you know, the music's playing, bum, 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 and you just see people drinking liquor. And uh, they made an Incredible Hulk, but it was a glass of Incredible Hulk this fucking big, like a big oh, fucking, like a glass of it. And yeah, if you don't know, I like that drink, by the way. That's good stuff. It's, it's equal parts Hennessy and Hypnotic. Yep. And, uh, and, and they made me one, and they made Muscles Glasses one. And I was, I was like, yeah, let's do it. And I just started guzzling the thing down, and he was just like, "No!" And I like, <laughs> I like out, and they they didn't even put it in. They didn't even put it in because I outdrank Muscles' glasses because he just like took a sip and was like, "Ah!" And I I was just like, "Glug glug 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 glug," and killed this whole fucking thing. The thing cut, and I ran out in the, in the back and just like made myself vomit to like get that shit out of my system because I was gonna die. I was gonna die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, man. Good times. Dude, on a totally unrelated topic, have you heard that a bunch of YouTubers have lost their channels lately? Have you heard about that? Uh, I heard that only Use Me Blade's channel got taken. He's only one of like three or four. Now, I didn't know them all. Like there was a there was a Minecraft guy who had like a hundred and some thousand subs, which is legit. He lost his channel, but he has it back already. Um, only Use Me Blade lost his. There was another guy who lost his. Does anyone know anything about this? I, I saw no some idea. stuff on Twitter about it, you know, like just browsing through again. That's I wish I they'd come through, forward on like why this happened, you know, like it, it could be straight up craziness and false flagging, you know, like, like maybe someone attacked them. That's a thing that I can think, happen. I think it has something to do with the, the tags uh, from in like old videos and old videos that are like, had, uh, you know, they're just now discovering have strikes. And so you're getting like strikes like three strikes instantly for like old content that has a bunch of you know bullshit tags in them or has you know something something else going on with them like that and that's what's going on yeah there was uh, a I don't time know if it's, 
when everyone on YouTube loaded up their descriptions with tags. Like, I know a, a really, I'm not going to say his name, but he's like a super popular YouTuber, much bigger than me, who was like, you know, if your title's not 256 characters, you're not trying. Because that plays a big role in the search engine stuff. So he would do use really long titles. Like, there's one YouTuber, I don't know who it is, but he would put, like, you know, Let's Play, Game Name, Episode 1, and then, like, Episode 14 afterwards. But every single one said Episode 1. So they showed up and it helped with searches. Like, he, uh, like, people do different weird things with tags and titles. And then, like, YouTube cracks down on it, but they have a library of mistakes out there. And sometimes they don't go back and fix. And it's, uh, maybe that's what happened. I, I read that too, but it wasn't like a good source. I think it might have been a Reddit comment or something. So well, I, uh, I know that's happened before, though. That's, that's when I've, I've, I've heard that in the past. Like, I know that's been a thing that could happen because it's usually something automated when, like, you see something like that happen. Yeah, and I, I don't mean to lump Blade into this because I mean I, I've never known him to have a strike before, but uh, like I remember when Mister Technical Difficult lost his channel, it was like you know I, I don't want to get the number wrong, but did he have fourteen strikes or something over time? Like he, I, I don't know. Yeah, not at not concurrently, right? Obviously, you get three and your channel's down. But he would get like strike and then fixed and strike and then fixed and like a lot of stuff had happened until eventually. YouTube was like, last straw, this channel's done. But he had a backup channel with half a million subs, which is a pretty good starting point. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, but I don't know. If, I don't think Blade was in that situation. I just it, it seems like a big deal. It's a scary thing, right? Blade's been working up that channel since like 2008, 2007, something like that. Yeah. Um, I watched Blade stuff back when he had like purple lines from a semi-broken recorder, you know, back in COD 4. Um, the dazzle. <laughs> oh yeah, the dazzle. It, I don't even know if it, it was like, a dazzle. In like Pinnacle or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was back yeah. in the day, man. It it might have been less than dazzle. He had a weird thing, and it. it almost looked like if you could, if you guys have ever seen the old school like VCRs that have been recorded too many times, and and they'd have these like discolorations that ran horizontally through his stuff. Um. I'd show you, but his channel's been taken down. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, his his video quality was amongst the worst on YouTube, but his commentary and his gameplay was, was unlike anybody else's. So, uh, so I watched it. But yeah, I just I wonder what happens, and it's scary to think that they could just yank somebody's career like that. Yep. I mean, already, YouTubers kind of like pro athlete. In that, like, you've got a shelf life. It's it's kind of cool while it lasts if you're if you're a successful one, but uh, very few people just keep going and going. Yeah, I mean that's it's the same way with you know what we do e too. I mean, you right. can do this forever. Yeah, you got to have some kind of backup plan, career. You know, um, I will. Dude, of... top COD players last longer than I ever thought they would. You know, like I I see the same names for like five years in a row, whereas. Yeah. Uh, if you were to ask me five years ago, I wouldn't have predicted that. I would have thought there's always somebody new, like you know, nipping at your heels. The barrier to entry to become a pro player, right, aside from skill, is like nothing. You know, you can just go online. There's game battles. You can compete. You can get known. You can do your thing. Like it's it, it, like there used to be free for all games in the Halo community, and people who like kick ass at free for all would get looked at by teams to be pulled in. And it it it's not like you're making mufflers or something and there's 10 million dollars worth of capital expenses to get started no you just demonstrate talent 
and then work your way through. Um, but it turns out that the best players are actually better than the other players. And they just, you know, I, I see the same names on the top teams for a long yeah. time. Yeah, I mean, that's the way it works. I mean, like I said, it's, a, it's like kind of like other sports. You got to, I mean, you don't, you never want to call it a sport. It's just a big argument. So I don't want to get into that. But, you know, to, to, I tell people, like, I would like, I would love to play for the Yankees or the Dallas Cowboys, right? But I don't have that natural ability to, to do that. Like, you have to start with some kind of natural ability. And it sounds crazy, but yeah, you need to have some kind of, I don't know, some mental skill and, you know, some kind of reflexes, some fast reflexes, reaction time, et cetera, to be a pro gamer. And if you don't have it, you're just not going to make it, right? Like, at mm -hmm. some point, if you try and keep working at it and try and you don't get there, well, it's because you're probably missing a little bit of that natural ability. But you, it's also about taking that natural ability and honing in on it. The and, yeah, and, and really, like, uh, bringing it out more, right? Like, it's not by practicing or training or whatever. And it's, they're video games, but that stuff is pretty serious now. And, you know, the amount of money you can make doing it, obviously, has been ballooning. Like, the, the game called Smite, you know, just announced, or they're doing a $2.6 million tournament this weekend. Um, wow. That's yeah. A that's a big... I've never heard of Smite. What, yeah. what is it? Is it a... It's kind of like a... Shooter, platformer, puzzle? Like a tower, tower defense mobile type game. Okay. Uh, kind of like, uh, I would say, like, similar to, like, a League of Legends. But, um, you know, not uh, not as deep. But, um, oh, look it up. I don't really know a right. ton about it. Um, I've watched it a few times. But, yeah, $2.6 million prize pool. Obviously, like, the Dota tournament had a $14 million prize pool because it was crowdfunded by in-game content. If we were to do that in Call of Duty, you know, it would be, I think, an astronomical prize pool. I think people would really attach themselves to it and buy up, like, a skin. And if they, if Activision took, like, a dollar skin and gave 50 cents of every purchase to a prize pool, it would be massive, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, we'd have a few million dollar prize pool at every major, that big championship. But Dota did it, and they raised $14 million, and the first place team took home $5.6 million. It's tough with Activision, game. man. They don't seem to invest back in the community, right? Like... They may hire a community manager, and it sort of stops there. Um, it seems like with Treyarch Cycles, and maybe even Advanced Warfare, maybe even with Sledgehammer, they'll pay attention to competitive, but in... Uh, what am I looking for? Not Activision, but the they made COD 4, they made Modern Warfare 2. Infinity. Infinity Ward, yeah. On Infinity Ward Cycles, they tend to ignore the community so strong. There's no COD support. No, I'm sorry, there's no COD competitive support. Um yeah, I think we're past those days, though. I think like they finally got it. You know, they figured out like, oh, okay, well, let's pay attention to this a little bit more. Really? At least because I felt like there was a huge drop off between Black Ops Two and Ghost in terms of competitive support. It it, it, it was six months down the road before they had that stuff sorted out. Yeah, I still I still feel like they're figuring it out, but um, they're doing a much. You know, in my opinion, it's it's really good now. Like they're starting to do some really 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 good things and. Hmm. Every COD Champs has been pretty awesome. I've casted everyone, and uh, I probably won't do this year's, but uh, if you look at the production quality around it, they spend a lot of money on that, and like, mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a premier event in eSports. So it's, um, it's getting better. I think it's only going to grow bigger, and they're only going to get better at it. They're new to it, right? So everybody's new to it. So you've got to give some leeway for people to learn about it and figure things out. It's tough. Hmm. You're being kind. I suppose you need to in your role. But I look oh, at it trust and I'm me, like, trust me, man. like everyone's no, no, trust supposed me, like, to get better than the one before. That's the deal. When you take yeah. a step backwards, that really gets noticed, and they did. 
Oh, I'll, I'll say it. I mean, I think they'll appreciate my honesty when I say, like, they've, they've definitely done some things that have sucked. Like, they've done some things and, you know. And they did before. Much. When we went from Black Ops to Modern Warfare 3, step backwards for competitive. When they went from Black Ops 2 to Ghost, step backwards for competitive. Um, they're, just, they're just the one that, they used to be the good one. Right when they made COD Four, that was the best around. When they dropped Modern Warfare Two, every I, I went into it thinking, "Oh, sweet! Now we're on an Infinity Ward cycle." That's the last time I thought that Modern Warfare Two. Well, yeah, 2. but the, the half that studio went, you know, they had a controversy where they went to like you yeah. know, and all that stuff. So, you know, you gotta give them give them some. I liked some uh, forgiveness, but good. I liked Call of Duty Four. I loved it. I felt like World at War was a step down, but it wasn't a broken game. Mm-hmm. I felt like Modern Warfare 2 was a step up, but it was broken. And they didn't get it fixed until the the later cycles of that game. And by then, I had played so many goddamn hours of it. That Damn, it you're, the name of this podcast comes from Modern Warfare 2, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Thank you already. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Black Ops. Black Ops was great before... I don't know when the patch came in, but initially in Black Ops, it was it was... It felt like COD 4 all over again. Me and Socrates and another friend of mine were running fucking lobbies left and right. It was just Blackbird, Chopper Gunner, Dogs, Black Gun- Blackbird, Chopper Gunner, Dogs. Oh, and yeah. an endless cycle of that. that and the spawns, the spawns were such that you know everybody was this big fucking red hexagon and you were just... <laughs> and, and as soon as you had killed all three or four of them, you'd reposition to their new spawn. <laughs> And that was the last time I've had fun playing COD. They patched that, fixed the split, they put like a spawn delay on or something, or spawn protection. It was never fun again for me, really. Like, that was the last time I went in there with buddies and dominated. Dude, I got a Black Ops story like that. It, so, oh <laughs> Black Ops is dropping, and I just... I can't seem to find my groove in that game. I eventually did, but as it... Here's my thing. I'm not really great on the stick. But I put enough hours into COD, typically, not anymore, but I would put enough hours into COD that I would get better than most people. And uh, it, it just came through, like, tactics and knowledge. It was never through that natural ability that, that Hashto described. Anyway, the game hasn't come out yet. So I'm playing against, like, other YouTubers and people passionate enough to get the game before its release date. Or, like, Mexican hosts or something, because I guess they did not have the street date. And um, I'm just sucking. I'm sucking. I managed to get whatever pro perk enabled you to like re-roll a care package. And no, no, no. I earned a, I, I got in last stand and I stood up again. And then I earned a care package and Wings of Redemption re-rolled it for me. If I remember how this went. I got a chopper gunner on Nuketown, which was the bomb. All the Nobody sudden, had rockets. No one had. It, dude, it was brand new. People didn't oh, yeah. really like know what oh, the yeah. what the deal That's was. Gold, right? That's gold right there. Oh, it was such gold. So anyway, Wings of Redemption turns my care package into a chopper gunner. I just mow people down. It's one of my first uploads. I think I uploaded it like a few hours before we were allowed to. You know, to get that little edge. Million view video. Million view video. And my earned kills, I went like five and four. <laughs> and then and then in the game, I went like thirty nine and four. Because because uh, I got that chopper gunner, it was awesome, it was spectacular, yeah. and it was a million view video. Not a ton of those. Well, I guess yeah. not for me anyway. Yeah, that was a good time. I, I really haven't enjoyed the series as much since then. Black Ops Two was fun. I, I liked it, but um, I don't know. Modern Warfare Three I felt like was a really big letdown. 
I, I didn't enjoy very much. And I didn't like the single player either. Uh, and then Ghost was just terrible, I thought. I, I really didn't care for Ghost. And with Advanced Warfare, I feel like if, if Advanced Warfare had come out when I was super passionate about Call of Duty, I'd have probably become really good at it. Because I feel like this is a game that's going to take a long time to get good at, to really mm -hmm. master all the finesse. And there's a lot of finesse with those um, uh, balancing the, e the the EXO abilities with your uh, your you know your 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 super jump whatever it's called and you know your dash abilities your left right back and forward uh, when you when you mix all that together and you get a good weapon combination and you're good on the sticks you can be almost unbeatable like all of a sudden you know normally in COD because you're stuck to the ground and running around you run up you could run into four people and you could outshoot all four of them if you could you know, move a little bit, because it's COD, you're kind of stuck to the ground, and you're three times better than them, but there are four of them, so it just doesn't work out in your favor. But in this, you can run in, sh kill three, and then be evasive enough to, like, kill the fourth one, too. And, uh, I don't know, maybe this one, maybe this you one is You watch X-Cal play, and he appears to be really hard to shoot, you know? So hard to shoot. He's just so hard to shoot. And, and uh, not only does he evade gunfire really well, but... His shot, while bouncing around in the air, seems to be perfect. I'm sure the pro he players used, are the same way. He was shooting. He was using that laser weapon from the hip uh, a lot, and uh, and then he got his kill streak up so that he had like the turret laser, and then he ripped that off. And now he's bouncing around, jetting around with a turret laser, and and while he's flying through the air backwards, he's like <laughs> from the hip and like like. <laughs> Killing people cross map because that thing's got no damage drop off. He's just frying them everywhere, left and right, getting three and four pieces. Just, he he goes to their home flag and domination, and <laughs> all but takes it from them. Like like it, the counter needed like maybe two more seconds, and he would have taken the flag. But they're just pouring in. It's like that scene from The Matrix when he's like more, and they just keep coming in the door. <laughs> like, he he kills like he goes on like an eight kill streak taking their flag and they just keep coming and he's he just like need a little help here need a little help <laughs> yeah, he was begging like for fucking, help while yeah, mowing like down the team yeah. it was it was crazy yeah, he's he's good at the game he's not easy to get along with but he's good at the game exactly i just want to see good zombies back in this next Treyarch game i know you guys don't care as much but no no, no i barely dude zombies if zombies were in this game and they were good, like we'd probably probably be playing some of that. I I love zombies. I feel like it's something that, you know, you can. It's a different kind of game, but it's still the familiarity of my COD. You something know, went wrong with Treyarch. Treyarch doesn't know what makes zombies good. Somehow they hit it the first time, and then they're like, "All right, we're gonna step up zombies, and we're gonna make it harder to have fun." All yeah. right, all right, next level, next level, even harder. Now we need, like, random buses driving through and cutting off your kiting area. Now we yeah. need lava along the ground. Now we need this. Now we need that. And it's like, dude, everything you're doing is backwards. Why is it such a sin for me to do well in this game? It's because they, they took it and, like, they misconstrued. Like, everybody has a ton of, ton of fun with it because of, like, the whole kiting aspect of, like, being able to run them around like a bunch of idiots which and then just mow through them and see those points flare up, and that's fun. It's fun to do that, just headshot after headshot against mm -hmm. easy targets. And now they make it so you have to hopscotch over some fucking lava and then get on a bus before, yeah. you know, a lawnmower hits you. Or just some I don't, nonsense. <laughs> I don't want elusive frogman zombies. No, okay? no, fuck that. I don't want that. Like, maybe a big barreling motherfucker every now and then. That'd be mm -hmm. cool, like the big sludge guy that, like, maybe if I blow him up, he'll splatter on the others and acidify them down or something. 
but you nailed it. Like my favorite thing to do. What was the uh, what was the zombie map that was like a big theater and um, and oh, you yeah. know. Oh yeah, that was, that was the good. Oh, story. wasn't it some German name? The yeah, like, or some. The Reese, yeah, I just remember um, like leading the zombies from the stage area up through the middle of the theater into that back door of the theater, and then just turning around and just be like, "And now you all die." And it's like, <laughs> you know, upgraded light machine gun, just and just 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 headshots, just cleaning through as many heads as it would go through at once, and just yeah. you'd mow down 30, 40 guys at a time, and then just keep your circle going. Me and Socrates would play that so much. Yeah, and even I that like one with the West, giant man. robot, the giant robot map was a bunch of fun, but the whole horseshit of like we got three brand new weapons for you, and it, they're elemental staves, so you'll be like a wizard. All right, now get out a piece of paper and a pen, because you're gonna have to know about 15 steps before any of this is attainable. <laughs> Uh, first, we're gonna run up to a poster and hit A twice. It's like, That's come true. on, just let me use these weapons. I I don't want to do this. Yeah, yeah so I I think I think zombies should be about uh, the players being completely outnumbered but completely overpowered at the same time. I, I mm-hmm. think that I think that you should you should succeed in spite of all everything that is obvious. I think there should be a hundred guys over there and you should be running from them ninety percent of the time. But ten percent of the time, you've like you're like, all right, it's time to go. Flip the switches now, and like everybody turns around and opens fire, and just that's what I always love. Dude, when the one with them. um the the old west zombies, it's fun. It was oh, that is a fun one because yeah. you can have a bank, and so once you played like five or six times, you have enough money in the bank that immediately you go to the bank, and then you pull out enough for every perk you want, everything. Mm-hmm. Like it fast forwards the whole thing. You do have to open some. St- I forget, but yeah, it's definitely fun. Yeah. It's awesome. And there's a if your team like plays well together, you can go to that alley and like camp there as they try to come to you. Set up all these traps and trap. You know they're, they're throwing them back, and it's awesome. It, it it's a good time, and it's a good time because I'm successful. They have that one gun where you shoot on the ground and you can fly, and you can pull off some. Yeah, and it never runs out of ammo. You just have to let it recharge. That was fun. Not yeah. having the constant ammo stress of zombies. Mm-hmm. Did it never run out of ammo? It it would like it just kind of like pop, and you had to wait until it clicked back down, and then you could keep firing it. Like it had a hundred counter or something, I believe. Mm, I could be wrong. I'm not that sure. That was a fun one though. Yeah. But yeah, it's awesome. I like the flying because yeah, I would go over barriers and stuff like that, and all of a sudden I'm in a new place. Yeah. Oh, and then the witches, right? Like like you you'd maybe go down and lose your perks, and it's like ah, we need to. Organize a group. Who's with me to go get this perk and get past the witches and do the haunted house oh, one yeah. at a time? And I remember that. I'll, I'd play that again if I had an Xbox set up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was, that's a big thing for the next COD. I hope they go back to their roots for zombies, which they won't. It'll be even harder and more complicated. Uh, yeah, that and bring back the Akimbo 1887s. That oh, that's the greatest oh, gun ever. Oh, that's great. <laughs> That's the thing. As a YouTuber, I missed out on some of the most fun OP you're an asshole guns. I never ran a Kimbo 1887. Do you want to know why? Because I'm trying to get gameplay, and no one wants to see you use that stuff. I had to stop running the FAMAS. I, like it, I didn't intentionally use the FAMAS all the time, but it seemed like I did because a lot of my best games were with the FAMAS. So I uploaded those, and now all of a sudden it's the only thing I used. Um... The Akimbo, like, FMGs, is that what they were? FMJs yeah. in, in Modern Warfare 3? Um, can't use those, you know? Like, I don't know. There were just there were all these rules, so I didn't get to use the OP stuff, which I would have loved. 
You those, missed out with those 1887s. Those were the most fun gun in any Call of Duty I've ever played. Just how enraged oh, everyone was. <laughs> you hit them from a mile away. Do you remember that animation where you, like, flip them around? You're like... (laughs) And a lot of people would use steady aim on them, but honestly, even without it, sometimes... You need it. Sometimes you'd shoot without steady aim, and the guy would be so far away and in a window, and you'd just be like, fuck it, I got plenty of ammo. Yeah. And and it's just plus 100. You're just like, holy shit! Like, (laughs) fuck yeah. So when that game came out, one of the Halo pros is named Strongside. He, uh... You never really played a lot of Call of Duty, and so we were playing, like, custom games the first two days that the game was out. You know, we're, like, playing 4v4 games, like, against, you know, some other really good professional gamers, right? Like, and I remember just, like, him pulling those things out in, like, the first game, dude. <laughs> we're playing, and, like, and, 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 like, I'm on this hill. Like, I can't remember what map it was, but, like, I'm, I think it was, like, Favela, and I'm, like, like, like I see him down there, and he, like, hits me with them, you know, he like snipes me with these things and he does some damage, right? And I'm like, oh shit, like he hit me with that from that far away. He starts running at me, you know, he, 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 he starts, you know, I just see him like start running up the hill and I'm like running backwards like, oh my god. And I'm like shooting at him and he just like runs and he just like stops and pops me one more time and I'm like, what the fuck? And then, and then he just proceeds to, we're playing Search and Destroys and he just proceeds to play like the next three hours of custom games with these things, and he's wrecking everybody. And like, I'm a Call of Duty pro, and he's a Halo pro, and I'm like, instantly knew that those things were the most OP gun to ever grace Call of Duty. And to his death, you didn't. I think it you was. Didn't even need stopping power because you had two fucking guns. Yeah. So you could run like marathon lightweight, and you could sometimes, you know, especially when it first started, and not everyone knew about them. You'd get to the enemy spawn and like search and destroy, and they'd still be clumped. And it was just, if you if you miss if you if the if you made your first two shots count, then you had a montage clip on your hands because you, <laughs> you were gonna wipe out a, a search and destroy team. You were gonna kill three guys like right off the bat. It was insane. They were great. Yeah. They were totally overpowered, and oh, we used the shit out of them. Modern Warfare Two was so much fun, man. Do you remember like Favela, like that? Okay, so like, do you remember Demolition? Right? Yeah. Like you would play right. Demolition mm-hmm. because. Because demolition spawns were like static, like you spawn, yes. you spawn there, right? Like graveyard. So, so we would we figure, you know, all the pros like kind of they play the game a lot and they figure stuff out. We figured out like where to block the spawns to make the other team spawn at the top of the street, right? And like there was this little corner you could get in, and you could just sit there, and your teammates are blocking the spawns, and they're literally just spawning up in front of you, you know? Yeah. So you, just, you, were, you know, we had all those exploits. You guys figured them out too. But like you just sit there with like an M60 and just like hold the trigger, and it was just like... or knifing, right? There was a knife yeah. that made you like knife quicker or something. The ballistic knife, right? You could knife super fast with it, I think. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh... Modern Warfare Two had that. And, and yeah. maybe I'm thinking of Black Ops, but yeah, people would just like super fast knife. Um, tactical knife. I'm jerking yeah, off. Yeah, knife. yeah, tactical yeah, knife. Second yeah, yeah, This guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they just like stab, and as the guy came to life, drop. Yeah. You know, drop. Yeah. We used yeah. to do that in shipment. We played Team Tactical COD Four, and uh, on shipment, I think it was, it was headquarters. It was headquarters on shipment in Team Tactical that has static spawns as well. There's only like four total spawns on the map for the enemy team. So, like, I'd stand in one spawn point, uh, Socrates would stand in another, Impulse would stand in another, and one of us knew we had the lucky spot. You just aim. You just aim at a corner between two of those crates, and that's where they're going to spawn in. And it's headquarters, so there's a spawn delay. So you've got plenty of time. Like, don't worry <laughs> about them, like, 
like like wave spawning and you're like, oh shit, and they like get a grenade off on you. No, no, you're just like M16 just sitting there waiting. Just brrr, brrr, and we would go on like I think Sock went on like an 80 kill streak one time because they, <laughs> you know, there's no fucking time limit. It's headquarters. They'll just keep spawning in. So. Dude, going back to uh, the knifing thing, I just remember I was thinking in my head like, didn't they have a perk that made you like knife from farther away? And Commando. I went and looked it up. Commando, dude. Yeah. Oh my god. Never ran I'm that. Just reminiscing. I'm yeah. <laughs> You can't run that as a YouTuber. Can't run Commando. Can't run 1887s. Can't... I listened to my subs too much at the time. The, the me of today would have been running all that fucking... Oh, one-man army? Yeah. Let it rip. I think, I think all you YouTubers were so concerned about, like, gameplays and stuff. So much so that, like, people were, like, paying other people to, like, get them gameplays and act like they were theirs and stuff. So like... I was never accused of doing that. No yeah, one ever yeah, I, said, Woody, did you buy that 25 and 5? Nope. Yeah, yeah, got yeah. it on my own. Big <laughs> YouTubers did do that, Woody, and you know it. Like, I can name them. Yeah. So, so yeah, so me too. But, like, here you go. So you got, you got uh, a lot of people who were doing that stuff and thinking, like, oh, I have to use the FAMAS. But I think if you guys would just use whatever the fuck you wanted to use, it wouldn't have mattered. People would still watch your videos. Like, I don't know why you guys were so concerned about that stuff. I think it was based off what we were talking about earlier, like you would read the comments and see all this hate or a little bit of hate and you would just kind of get turned off by it. But dude, who gives a shit? Yeah, yeah I'd use the 1887s with Commando and my secondary would be noob tubes. Like, whatever gets it done because you know it's going to get patched. If I had if I had never listened to hate in my video, like, you know, for example, someone says like, oh my God, what do you can't use the FAMAS? And I said, fuck off, it's my favorite gun. It probably would have cut the hate early. Instead, it's like, nope, can't use Commando either. Now I have a new rule. You can't use this. You can't use that. Until I run around and, like, grab chickens from the map and kill people with them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I, I, uh, Modern Warfare 2 was, was full of those, though. It wasn't just the 1887s. It, there was lots of shit like that that was yeah. just, like... Commando, yeah, all of, One all Man of a Army, every, Scavenger what, running along with those... Uh, what were those, like, China something noob tubes? Anyone remember them? Ah, the China oh, Lake. The, kind of yeah, the but the One Man Army noob tubes. That's what became... Oh, One Man Army noob tubes. But there was another one. Danger close. What close, was the other Army. noob tube? Was it called China something? Do I have it right? It was the China Lake. Yeah. That was the yeah, shitty equipment like, one, though. Mm. Yeah, that, that sucked. Yeah, that thing sucked. There and then the there thumper. were the hacks. There were the, the hacks, right? People would run the like fully auto noob tubes and stuff like that, and that was the thing. One man army yeah. noob tubes were just, and I, I I used to be able to do like the spawn tubes, so like I I would always know how to like <laughs> shoot them off spawn and fuck people up. That was always great. I loved that. I'm trying to think. White boy, white boy got like a crazy. He had the fastest nuke. He still has the fastest nuke in Modern Warfare 2, actually. I'm sorry. Uh, you must uh, that be would be G unit. G unit. Yeah. <laughs> we know. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. I got Shaggy, yeah. <laughs> I got Shaggy, yeah. Got another video. That was good. Got a yeah, 14 second nuke. My but favorite, what? dude, Shaggy had this thing. So, like, Forgot the about Noob it. Tube video, the, I'm sorry, the fastest nuke video was obviously fake and he called it out. And then the um, uh, blade only nuke, obviously fake, and he admitted to that. But then there were other videos he never admitted were fake. And I remember he was running a shotgun on Wasteland in Modern Warfare 2. Which, if you guys don't know this, Wasteland is a big, wide-open map, and it's terrible for a shotgun. You're just, you know, a deer running across the field. Anyway, he says this thing. He's like, yeah, you see, I see this guy shooting at me. So I run forward, then I hit X and O, and I dodge the bullets. And I was like, what? What the f <laughs> 
Nuh-uh! Like, that's not a thing! You can't dodge bullets from across wasteland! And, and he would just say this shit with a straight face, when in reality, everyone in that lobby was a friend of his and they were missing. I liked watching that video, because you could even see him as he's trying to do his, his explanations. Like, there was one guy standing on top of a hill, waiting to get killed, and he accidentally turned towards G-Unit, so you could see that he clearly saw him, and the guy just real quick is like, Oh, fuck! And they just turned back to where he was supposed to be looking at him. <laughs> Just like, oh, I, I didn't see him. Didn't see this guy barreling towards me in the middle of a field with no cover. So with the spas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Painkiller, yeah. though, man. Painkiller was terrible. God. Oh, yeah. Pain. As a really high like quality player, like when you're, you know, you're rewarding people for sucking ass at the game. You're literally rewarding people for just sucking. And mm -hmm. so a sucky person, like, just gets the drop on you for an extra two seconds, basically. It was like... 100% help. It was yeah. so... They were tough. Like, you'd have to, you'd have to like, shoot them three the, or four the, times the, with the, they, You know, you claim it as, like, oh, it's 300% health. But literally, the way I thought about it was, like, that's two fucking seconds. You know, it's like, that's two seconds of reaction. Like, I yeah. can't kill them. They're just going to kill me. And, like, I think everybody was pissed off about that. That was a quality player. But, of course... Everybody that sucked at the game rocked that thing. You could shoot like, them in the head with a sniper rifle, and and, and they wouldn't nothing. die. Oh, they were good. They, <laughs> they were, needed two of those. They were good. They would unload on you if you did that. What? Like you might hit them in the head with a 50 cal, and they just be like, "Ow!" The, the real problem with it was that no, if somebody had painkiller until you shot them, so like mm -hmm. you would actually have to alert them, like, "Hey, I'm here. I can't kill you, but hey, I'm here." Before you even knew, right? Like so, like if if I would have been okay with it had they put the big pill above their head right when they spawn so yeah. I could just run away. You know, just mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm not going to shoot Me and Wings of Redemption did it. Didn't Maybe happen. our first dual commentary together ever was all about this this subject. And at the time, like, I came up with the idea. I was like, why don't they just put them in that fucking juggernaut suit? Just put them in that fucking suit if they're going to give them 300 health. Like, like yeah, yeah. it's bullshit. Like, like, why do they have this? Do they really, they're on painkillers so my headshots don't count? That, is, that, that doesn't work. Yep. Uh, I mean, we all hated it so much, that's why this show was named that. Like, like we really hated that shit. That's, that's so funny, man. That's that was one of the biggest turn-offs that Call of Duty ever did to me. Like, and like, I think it was the default death streak. It was, it was one of the earliest ones, if not the earliest ones. Yeah, I could be off, but I think it was. Martyrdom and, like, uh, Last Stand. Oh, martyrdom. What? Martyrdom sucked more in... Cop 4. Cod yeah, four. because COD 4 already had Frag Times 3. Yeah. When you throw Martyrdom in with Frag Times 3, like, there'd be times when, when there were yeah, maids coming from everywhere. Vacant was a shit show. Yeah, <laughs> the, middle, the, the, the middle man? hill on Vacant. The middle um, yeah. flag and domination on Vacant. Oh. This shit was brutal. It was impossible to not die of grenades. Because it impossible. had, like, a roof, too, that, um, you know, Straight it was a roof. Mm -hmm. So people could just, like, throw grenades from spawn, like, and land in, you know, Are you guys not talking there? about shipment? Like, I, I had a class called Shipment, and it ran Frag Times 3. I used to throw um, uh, flashes on that, too. That was fun, because you just, like, annoy the hell out of the other team with the yeah, flashes. You, yeah. you didn't get the assist, but at the end of the game, you got to hear about every, what you were doing. Everybody was like, who yeah. was throwing the flashes? <laughs> <laughs> So I'd flash times three. Like, and I don't even know if Sonic Boom helps those, but I'd throw, I'd throw that on too, and it was just flash, 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 and I'd hit like three corners. You know, you spawn in one corner, and there's only three more corners. So it's like flash, flash, flash. Yeah. And, and, and now I'm dead. Flash, flash, flash. Now I'm dead. Flash, flash, flash. I don't know how many times I die. This is my eighth account. Like, how does Sonic <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I learned that like someone else was like, "You're all gonna hate me by the end of this game." 
I'm running Flash times three. And it was like, ah, that's the idea. Dude, I love shipment, man. I, I used to camp in shipment. Too. Yeah, go ahead, I, I, I ran an M16 with a red dot in shipment. A lot of people would run an SMG. They're like, this is an up-close map. Not the way I played it. I'm sitting here behind a barrel. And uh, and I would just point that red dot at people. I I was like learning to play in COD 4. And I might go all night and be like positive six or something as I dug my way out of a KD hole. And then shipment would come along and I could go plus 70. That thing was like a health spa for my KD. This, ah, loved it, loved it. Good times. Within the first 12 seconds of playing Shipment, you could always tell if it was going to be an, just an excellent gaming experience <laughs> or if it was just going to be 10 minutes of just anger and frustration. First chopper, right? It's all oh, about yeah, it all comes first... down to the first chopper. <laughs> Yo. Yo. Those were good, good times, man. I've said it like three times this podcast. So. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, I, th- those really were good times. There was so much uh, fun tied up in those games. Like I've spent so much time in, in those COD 4 maps. I think a lot of people mix up the game and the good times, right? Really what made COD 4 so great, it was a good game and it is a good enough platform to enable that. But it was like your initial COD experience. You know, you hadn't been into shooters quite as much or maybe you came in from Halo, maybe I'm wrong, but it, like... It wasn't that COD 4 was so awesome. It was just awesome enough to do that thing. Black Ops 2 was better than COD 4, but the fact is you were just a couple years into it. Some of your favorite friends either changed or moved on. And it... the thing, One of the things that, that, that I think was better in COD 4 on, a, on like a purely game mechanics level was the sound. I don't think they've done the sound as well as it was, was in COD 4 since, ever. In COD 4, I, I, if it, I, put, I put a headset just like this one on, I turned it up as loud as I could bear it, and then I became a god. I knew if you were walking on concrete or metal. I knew if you were mm-hmm. running, sprinting, <laughs> if you reloaded. If you pulled the pin on a grenade and were cooking it, I knew to run. Mm-hmm. I could hear it. I knew what was up on a whole other level, and I, I played so much, so many days, you know, 100 days of playtime or whatever, that like I was like a fucking... I don't know. That was my. That was what sound I was best. Sound whoring was, was awesome. Not only did you hear where it was coming from while sound whoring, if you play enough, you know where every material is, right? Is some guy walking on wood? Okay, where is there wood nearby me? You know, I know. Yeah, he's behind the um, uh, the the sun house. What is it called? Where a gra- plants grow? A greenhouse, right? He's behind the greenhouse on a state because that's the material that I just heard. Right? He walked up mm-hmm. the metal stairs or, or whatever it was. Or the little clink of the, on the tin roofs, just like click, 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 click. Mm-hmm. It's like, I know where that fucker is. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, not directionally it was good, but you knew which materials were within hearing distance of you at all times, and, and you were like bat-like echolocation. Now, they purposely go out, like, the sound engine is every bit as good as it was before, but they fuck with it. You got, like, trains buzzing around, and, you know, the, the, the damn uniforms in World at War, starting then, it was like jingle bells. The guy would walk, there'd be so many medals and shit bouncing around. Yeah. They, uh... They got, like, his trench shovel banging we were, about, and you can't hear anything. Mm-hmm. We were playing, we were playing a GB match on Downpour one time, and I, it was, um... I think it was TDM or no, it was Search and Destroy or something like that, and uh, they were on the bottom side of the map, and there's an area to the left of the greenhouses down there where there's like some wood, and we were trying to find this last guy. It was like a 3v3 Search and Destroy, and we were down one man, so it was like me and one other guy looking for their last guy, and uh, and I'm just standing there like kind of at, at the edge of the map, and I hear, I hear him reload his gun, and I'm like, <laughs> 
I think he's on the other side of this piece of wood that I'm standing next to. And I just go and point at the piece of wood where I heard the noise and go from the hip with an M16. And it's like, dun, 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 like game over. Like that's it. He was right <laughs> in there. Like, I was just like, this is what it should be. This is so realistic. This, I felt like it was real life. I was sitting here in the rain fucking what, scared because it was an, a GB match and I hated losing those things for my friends. I heard this guy and was just like, and it was just like real life. He's fucking dead and it's over. And it was, I, I loved that. I loved the sound whoring in that game and I thought it made it, it, it gave me the edge that I needed to be like a, a, another level better than I already was. At the pro level, does downpour, everyone run Dead Silence or whatever it's called? Like, is that a necessity thing on the classes today? I... Whatever, uh, it, the, the uh, Dead Silence or whatever its equivalent is called. Do you have to run that to be competitive now, or is sound um, so bad people don't use it? Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's, like, always kind of been a necessity. Even, in, I mean, in COD 4, we, no no pro ran without Dead Silence. Yeah, you use Dead Silence. The For only time you wouldn't use it is if, like, you use, like, Marathon, you know, to run to, like, a domination flag really quickly and just jump on the flag right away, you know? You know, or just hit some stun grenades and then you crouch walked around. Yeah, I mean, every pro used Dead Silence pretty much. Still, though, I'm not asking about that. Yeah, I mean, I think it's still, yeah, it's still, like, a, a thing, you know. It still has to be. In Advanced Warfare, you can hear the boost. If you, like, use the boost mm -hmm. at all, you can hear that, right? So, like, that's, like, the, now that's, like, the audio cue. Mm. Yeah, I guess if you hear that, then... I know there's an exo, uh, an exo ability to silence your footsteps, and I think there's some sort of a thing that's that ma that makes your booster pack for, uh, not show up on the radar as a red spot. But I, I'm like I said, I'm a level 25. I'm I'm still learning the maps and stuff. Yeah. And I don't. It's uh. I just remember like you keep harping on COD 4, but like if you didn't have dead silence, <laughs> and you you had a headset. It, you could hear them halfway across crash like a, a a big map. You could hear them. It was like I would be playing and I'd have have like a friend watching me, and and I'd be like up on top of three story and crash, and I'd be like, he just spawned. <laughs> He's by the blue garage. He's coming down the back alley. <laughs> he just entered the blue room. Let's see if he goes upstairs, comes out the side door or the front up oh, front door. Okay, he's going to crouch behind the wall next to the car. He's like, dude, you're staring at a wall. I was like, I'm not going to stand up until he's out in the open. <laughs> just like, like, now he's by the chopper, and I'd stand up, and then lay down again. Oh, man. Like, I can't do anything to that. You knew it, too. The best map for it was, like, District. Remember District? So, like, yeah. oh, man. I mean, you would just, like, sit down at the bottom market, and you knew at the very beginning of the game, like, when you just start hearing... People sounding like elephants. You know, you hear the footsteps. Like you're like, oh yeah, this is it. This is the lobby we want to be in right here. You know? I like to fuck with people. It was more fun to me for me to like ruin someone's day, really. And the best way to know you did it was to play cage match. So you just had one other guy, and you could really gauge what you were doing to him. Like somebody might rage quit, and you might not even notice it if you're playing TDM or, or search and destroy. With this guy, like I'd go in there and I'd have like. Two like two serious classes and three like silly classes, and I'd run around doing silly classes until I found a tryhard, and then I'd be like, all right, here we go, and I'd fucking crank my headset literally as loud as it goes, and I would crouch walk or aim walk the whole game, cause I, I'm I'm sound whoring through his dead silence, like that's the whole point, and I could hear through his dead silence from like a 30 feet away, something like that, and I would just be, you know, he'd come around the he'd watch the kill cam, and it's this me standing there waiting or or or, or like crouch walking, and then I stop turn around like 100 degrees and I'm just like, alright, 
And he's just like, are you soundhorning me? Are you soundhorning me right fucking now, bro? And like up until then, he hadn't said a word. And I'm just like, turn my mic on. Like, yes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, Back to mute for you. Yeah. And there were tricks in that game too, like... Uh... From like I'll tell you, from a pro level, like one thing the Envy team knew back then that nobody else knew, and not not even the YouTubers. I don't know. I never saw a video about it. Nothing, right? Like we would play, you know, Search and Destroy as a big part of competitive Call of Duty in COD 4, and it still is. It has been in every COD. But if you in COD 4, if you were to scope your gun in and climbed over a wall, it would be a silent climb. So like, you know, people would be like a map like Strike, right? And inside like Strike, you have the middle courtyard. And nobody would really, like, pay attention to, like, the front of that gate and climb overs because they knew they could hear it, you know, if somebody climbed over. And one trick, like, the Envy guys knew is that if you if you actually scoped your gun then hit the jump button to grab the wall to climb over, it would be completely silent, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, little tricks like that that people, like, didn't, didn't pick up on, you know, that's, that's where a big advantage came in. Did you know that you could jump off the three-story and if you landed on those pallets just right, you would survive the jump all the way to the bottom? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. People, people did oh, stuff like that. Yeah, that, I, they came late in the game, though. Yeah, I, you would fuck with somebody's head so bad you pulled that move on them. Like, 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 if you, like an S&D when it's a 1v1 and you're trying to, like, you just run a circle around them, jump off the fucking building, land on the pallets, and, like, go prone. And they're just like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What? <laughs> There's no way for them to win. Like, uh, that was a great game. We, uh, we played that game so much we knew it inside and out. It, I guess those same little trade secrets or little inside things you could learn about all the future CODs, but COD 4, we knew it inside now. It really, I think the, the main reason is because World at War sucks so bad, in our opinions anyway, that we played COD 4 for two straight years. It wasn't a one-year COD. It was a two-year COD for me. That's true. That's the, that's the man, I, I've talked about this before, but COD 4 was a two-year COD. World at War was a one-year COD. Modern Warfare 2 was like a nine-month COD. And then Black Ops was a six-month COD, and Modern Warfare 3, am I doing this right? You know, it got shorter, mm-hmm. and then Black Ops 2, and then Ghosts was like, you know, a couple weeks. And maybe Advanced Warfare is extending that. Maybe it's reversing the trend. I don't know. But, uh, like, the length maybe of Maybe we're just getting old, you know, and older. We're just getting older, and, like, the younger guys might attach themselves to it and, like, be that. I don't know. I, so I was kind of out of the community for a while when Ghosts came out, so I didn't get the full response. Did the community just hate it just unabashedly everybody hated it because i didn't care for it when i played it. i just didn't know that it was such a hated cod i think it was the most hated cod in the history of cod well aside from cod 3 which one ghosts uh ghosts i uh i couldn't find much love for it it, it seemed like i don't know you were really off the map i i i don't like games when i feel like when you're doing well when your team is doing well it should be hard for the other team. I feel like they should not be enjoying themselves. <laughs> I feel like it should be uncomfortable, painful, and difficult for them once they're backed into a corner to regain map position. And with this latest COD, like we were watching Excal play earlier, and they're just constantly dropping like pings where it lights the characters up on the map. I don't know what they're called, but you, you know, it, you, you basically see the players through the map material, and you can you know get ready. And you, it's it's great for for map awareness. You always know what's going on. In Ghosts, I didn't see too much of that. It didn't seem. It seemed like there were so many perks and attachments and equipment that would hide you from the enemy. That it was just. I mean, the game's called Ghosts, right? Like, I, I don't. I didn't care for that. I felt like in COD 4, the the one that I love so much, 
once we backed you into your corner, that's where you stayed. And it didn't matter who spawned in. They were going to be in the corner too. Because, like, we were the, you know, we were... We were the eight-year-old boys looking at down at a grasshopper in a jar. Like you weren't getting out of our jar. Like like you're here for our entertainment now. And yeah, yeah. Since then, it became easier and easier to get out of the jar. Yeah, the spawn system, man, I think has a lot to do with that. And you know, it was like like I said, static spawns, like domination caught four. You knew if they're pinned on a side, it crash. They're fucking spawning there. They're gonna keep spawning around that area. The only and alley why they have is the they? back alley. You know, because that's if you push too far. You know, it's so like, yeah, and, and that's the way it should be, right? Countdown. Like, okay, Countdown. get out. Get out. You know? Remember the hangers in Countdown? You get mm-hmm. up on those lids and oh, just shoot yeah, into them? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, you know, everybody would have, there would be a mixture of weapons for that. Like, you know, you'd have guys with their snipers and M16s, and you'd have rushers with uh, with SMGs, and you'd just pummel the team. They couldn't hide. They couldn't run. Best oh, airstrike man. Was there was, man. Best, Overgrown best was. Drop the airstrike. I liked Overgrown because you could trap them by that gas station, and they were just so far from any cover that, that they were doomed. I, yeah, I, I had the this line of sight from inside library towards the gas station, and, and it was it was glorious. <laughs> there were a lot of good traps. Well, I, I love that game. I could sit here and talk about it all night with you guys, but uh, I probably have to call it a night because I got uh, I still have to do work even at this hour at one o'clock in the morning. I got to yeah. talk with the team and see how they're it doing. Is- it is getting late. You want to call a wild card, or you want to press on without Mr. Hastro? It's up to you guys. Um, uh, it is, we did start very late. But Hastro, it has been fun having you, man. Oh, thanks a lot, man. Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. I, I actually, uh, I'd love to see you guys at an event sometime, man, or do something, because I don't, I don't really go to many anymore. I don't know if you do still, Kyle or Woody. but If they come to Raleigh, I do. I'd love yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't have to go, I go. <laughs> I've been to two. They came to Raleigh twice. They don't seem to be coming anymore. I think it, we all hit it pretty hard for a couple of years, though. So, you know, yeah, definitely time to so. like, just relax for a little bit. You know, <laughs> I, I may end up uh, out in L.A. pretty soon for a few little things. So, well, I, well, I probably won't be around too much. But this is what you should do: just get me on Skype and stuff. Just yeah, phone number. You know, like just message me sometime. Stay in touch, and uh, I'd love to, to keep up with you guys. Awesome. Thanks, Astro. Yeah, man. Yep. No problem. Thanks, Thanks for, for having me. me. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yep. Talk to you guys soon. Bye. Later. Later. Yep. <sighs> so, uh, wild card? Or press on. Or press on. I think we're about three hours and 12 minutes in. Real, I we appreciate are. you timing it. Um, I Normally I would way. say press on, but we, we started two hours late because we wanted to get Mr. Hastro in here, and I'm pretty fucking tired. Yeah, I am as well. I gotta pick, but, uh, and you could just blame it on Kitty. I gotta pick her up from the airport tomorrow. Uh, destroy your phone. God damn it, Kitty. Otherwise, <laughs> this would have been a nine-hour show. Right? <laughs> yeah. she, uh, she, she, she spent a while in Colorado this time. I guess she, she spent did. like two weeks, I guess. So she really likes it out there. I gotta go. I haven't fucking been yet. I want to go. I want to I want to see what that place is about. It's uh it, my impression of Colorado is mountainous, sunny, dry and cold. It's not bad, but it's that's what it is. <laughs> I like to, I just like to do some traveling as well. I I I uh I I, I want to go do something fun. So that that's one of the reasons I'm I'm like ready to do one of these PKA trips. Uh mm. I, th- I think that would be a fun thing to do. Very good. All right, uh, that was Painkiller Ready, episode 213. Thank you, Crunchyroll, for being our sponsor. We're, uh, we're actually really proud to have you, so good stuff.
Good night, guys. Good night.